Hi folks, welcome back to the next instalment of the Dumfries Gamers podcast. This is uh, twice in one month um, with me and Kevin. How are you doing, Kev? Hello. Crazy. I mean, ah. didn't have any for a month and then months, two months or something, and now we've done at least two in one month, one calendar I, month. I think we're spoiling them, I think. It's uh, crazy. That's <laughs> absolutely crazy. <laughs> it's because things have calmed down now, that's what it is. You're back back at work and... Uh, and uh, I'm not longer. I'm no longer moving house and boxes and stuff, so it's a bit easier. Some so. sort of normality, or as normal as things might actually get for a wee while. Yeah, as, re- as normal as it get anyway. Aye. Um, so yeah, we've just got a, a wee um, agenda we'll go through today, which should be should be good bands. Um, got a few things to cover that are uh, are happening, have happened, and will happen in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Was that Christmas past, present, and future type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're going for. So, uh, what's on the old hobby table for you, Kev? Might as well start with that. What's on your uh, to-do not list? Great, not a great deal. Um, so, the you've seen my Demon Prince, which is about seventy percent painted. Yes, um, you were sort quick, done. You were, sort, sort not done yet. No. Yeah, you were quick to point out what wasn't painted rather than <laughs> actually compliment what had been painted. Always focusing on the negative. Always, Always. glass half empty for you. <laughs> Um, so, he needs done for a certain competition that's coming up, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah. Um, and if he's not done, because I've been, I've been floating between him and my orc on bike, um, so that RTLW mini, which is oh, yeah. about the size of a rhino, it is ridiculous, mm-hmm. um, but it is very, very cool. Um, because obviously, I got the orc codex, and so I got a bit of motivation to paint some stuff, but at the same time, um, yeah, too much, too much, too much in front of me. So I get doing prints finished off. I'll get that work finished off, and then I need to stop and actually figure out what the hell I'm gonna do next. Yeah, your pox walkers are they? Have you still got a line of pox walkers done? You know? No, there's 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 forty painted. No, everything, every, done. every single Death Guard mini is painted except the death, the, the demon prince. And technically, he's not, isn't he? I suppose technically, he's not. Dead. And I also remind you, there's like 40 Poxwalkers, 40 Plague Marines, uh, 13 Terminators and 10 characters. So Wait, don't, don't take shit from me, like my painting <laughs> schedule is absolutely honking. Absolutely <laughs> honking, mate. Don't look at, don't don't take my abuse like it. What was that thing you painted to finish? Have I ever? I don't think I have. Have I ever painted anything to finish? I think I get to a certain stage and go, I'll get back to that and I'll... What I tend yeah. to do is I'll paint it all to like tabletop standard because yeah, it's yeah. usually yeah. one of your competitions on Kev, and then yeah. I'll sort of say to myself, I'll lie to myself and say, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'll same. go back and do the wee last bits of detail on that, and I'll go back to it. And I think I've done that with just about every single model I have. Yeah. I think there's a few character models that I would say I would tick off as being done nice. to my bestest standard that I could yep. do, yep. which isn't, isn't the highest bar setting, to be fair. It's but a it's, very good standard. And, well, that's yeah. You're not great, liar, Kev. So, like, <laughs> I think um, I've got I've got a few. So, I think what I'm going to do is, though, I'm going to because I've I've painted a fair bit of tow. I say I've painted a fair bit of tow. I've, mm-hmm, yeah, I've painted yeah. a fair bit of tow to a certain standard um, this last year. So, what I'm going to do is, I think I'm going to take my World Cup list. That I'm going to do, and I think I'm mm-hmm. going to actually go back in and do the the fine details and things i think we're oh, gonna do that. nice i think we're going to do that i think i'm going to get myself because i think i'm going to look at like how much gray i've got to paint i think oh jesus i don't even know where to start so yeah. i think what i'll do is i'll look at the stuff that i've actually painted up and then go you know what i'm going to try and finish it a wee bit and just make it a bit sexier type I, thing i do feel by saying it in the podcast you kind of have now committed yourself to getting that done yeah won't be in time for the thing. I mean, you might find that 
my models get more and more battle damage as the thing goes on or something. <laughs> but I can't see me, can't see me having time to do um, all of it. But you never know. I I done a tiny bit of painting last night, and only to change the colour on my guys' bases so I know what squad they're in. Nice. <laughs> does, hey, that it's important. does that constitute? Does that constitute? I don't know. I don't know if it does. But you know. But um, but that's what I'm. I'm going to do that, and I actually might have. And the addict in me is uh, struggling here, but I might have a clear out of stuff that I'm not using, Kev. I think I might have to do it. I think I'm going to have to... Example? My chaos stuff, I think. I think what? I'm going to have to... Yeah, I know. I, I think with a new codex coming at some point in the next 12 years, I'll, um, <laughs> I think I'll maybe... Start move, from fresh. Move some stuff on, I think, that I think I could do. Because I've got like chaos space minis, but they're the old ones. And there's new ones out. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think yeah. I might try and just and I've got bikers and things. Yeah. No doubt there'll be some sort of refresh on bikers yeah. and things. Or they just won't exist in the new codex and they'll get bumped into legends or something. Yeah. That's what my feeling is. I might just I might just shift it. I might just shift it on. Interesting. I'll see. I don't know. I need to I need uh, yeah, I need to go in the shed and find out what's going on. I need to <laughs> I need to uh, good good grief. I need to go in there and sort it out. But I mean my scions are good. I've got, I've got just the right amount of models, so that's good. That's good. Your scions are immense. Having played so, the game with you the other week, yeah. Um, so I need to. They're um, beautiful and an absolute um, sledgehammer. Yeah, they can, they can be glass hammer. I think is the word. Yeah. Use, but there you go. Yeah. But so that's that's what I'm going to do. I've got that's what I've told myself I'm going to do. But I could be talking a lot of shit. So let's just. <laughs> Don't hold me to that. <laughs> Watch the um, space. There could be a yes, cheap, it, cheap there, uh, chaos deal coming your way soon. There could be, yes, a bundle, a bundle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, new in the world of Warhammer and 40k and stuff, they've done um, Games Workshop have done Warhammer Plus um, lately. They've released that to mixed reviews. I think I've seen um, from the limited uh, thing I've put on it, but um, yeah. they did release a, a cartoon, didn't they? A cartoon of yes, uh, Yarrick. Yep. So, so, on, um, so on Saturday they, they, they gave away or they, they, they let you watch the, one of the animation episodes for free. Did you watch it yourself? I watched about three minutes and twenty-seven seconds of it, and uh, in between everything that I was doing, I managed to uh -huh. see the first three minutes and twenty-seven seconds. So I don't think that really constitutes as watching it. So I so, didn't. You continue to watch it because you didn't like but, it, or because you got no? Busy? I just literally had no time. I had. Right. I think you like it because it does kids. ramp up and. The, and the Yarrick and Gasgill fighting stuff is quite cool. Mm. I mean, for a free yeah. for a free Fort Warhammer animation, which to be honest, I mean, apart from my starties, has really not existed up until this point. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite good. So yeah, it came out on um, Wednesday, and um, yeah, mixed reviews. So we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to labour the point. Um, I think the Warhammer fan base is probably the most fickle hobby fan base on the planet. Um, and, and Games Workshop are damned if they do and damned if they don't. Um, so, I don't know. Can you remember when Netflix first started? Because that was absolute pish as well the first time that came out. There's nothing on it. Well, when Netflix first started, Kev, this is actually showing our age. Netflix, you ordered the DVDs. And Correct, came so it was love film Netflix. Yeah, but do you remember yeah, when yeah. it first became all streaming and there was like, no, right, no. okay, so I do and there was nothing on it. And yeah, don't get me wrong they kind of broke ground with that so like 10 years ago or whatever it may, you can understand that there wasn't much on it to start off yeah. with and now we're at 2021 that Company Games Workshop should have more content ready from day one than, yeah. they, than they potentially do um, mm -hmm. look look, 
I'm an idiot now, so as you know. And um, and I fell for the marketing 100%. And let mm. me rationalise this for you. So Yes, go for it. Right, so, um, so it's £50 for the year, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. With that, you get £10 free voucher, so it's £40 for the year. Mm-hmm. Okay? You get two months for free, so now it's £30 for the year. Right. And how much, you, I mean, what value do you, put, do you put on that miniature? I mean, what do you think that miniature is? Have you seen them, the, the assassin and the orc? So, the, as in, how much for both of them, or how much for one well, of them? We only get one, so what, right. what would you say that they're well, probably assa- worth 20 assassin, quid? Yeah, an assassin figure is probably about 18 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's probably about 18 pounds, but I mean, it's a fairly chunky bad boy, this one, isn't it? Because of it. So, if you go for 18 pounds, yeah. that means I've spent, technically, and I know I haven't, because this is all marketing mm. bullshit, but I have technically spent £12 on a year subscription to Warhammer Plus, which to me, giving them the benefit of the doubt and thinking of the potential that it has, is fine mm-hmm. by me. I mean, um, I've watched a couple of animations and they're good. I mean, they're not a Sartes goods, but they're perfectly fun to watch. The lore and the, and the, and the voice acting and stuff on it mm-hmm. is really good. The animation quality isn't... Yeah, I mean, super smooth Transformers, He-Man um, type we, we grew up with. Mm. Um, it's more Flash animation looking. Yes. Um, but the stories are cool. The voice acting is cool. They are fun to watch. I watched one of the, the battle reports today. Um, and again, I think people have different opinions on battle reports. I'm, I won't sit and watch a battle report for two and a half hours online. Yeah, mm. I don't have the time to do it. And I, I don't think fun. MD. I don't think MD does do they? Then, they don't. But then who's don't... watching tabletop tactics to the end? Like somebody mm. is. Yeah, I, yeah. So you'll watch it, but it's usually on, in amongst other things like like, like I'll in the watch, backgrounds, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll watch it when I'm doing like the dishes yeah, or something, yeah. or I'm yeah. doing something. I'm have it like on, like so I'll watch it maybe in like twenty five minute stints and just. Mm like go back to it and go like oh where did I leave it type thing so yeah. I'll, I'll tend to do that or if I'm painting or something <laughs> which doesn't happen very often but, but yeah, yeah. if I'm painting or something I'll have it on the background or yeah just chill it out but certainly the ones they have one 40k one one Sigmar one I actually watched the Sigmar one because I wanted to watch how the new you know, I mean AOS 3 yeah, worked yeah. And, and what it was like and obviously you can totally guess the production values through the roof great mm-hmm. sound great uh, on-screen graphics obviously the minis and the terrain is world class so mm-hmm. even from a battle report point of view it's probably unbeatable you know what i mean yeah it depends on what you like i quite liked it because it was more about the rules and what mm-hmm. was going on don't yeah. get me wrong tabletop tactics is fun beard and bone having a laugh that is good fun mm-hmm. but i find i don't learn anything watching it i'm watching it for social fun i'm yeah, not right, okay. watching yeah. it for homework whereas actually See your um, tabletop titans and your mm-hmm. say uh, forty k in forty minutes. I, I, quite, I quite prefer them. Find them more inverted commas educational, if that makes any sense yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can watch armies that I haven't played or have had new rules and mm-hmm. watch it and get a flavour for it without having to spend three years of my life yeah. to get through it all. So that's just a personal preference. So I think the battle reports are cool. There's not many animations there. Ones are there are pretty cool, um, and then they've got their exclusive shows now annoyingly the 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 lore master show which is the one i'm really looking forward to isn't there from day one so i'm like oh come on you don't even have one episode of one of the shows that you're selling as an exclusive show so i would agree that there's not enough on it um if i was young free and single didn't have a job and in my student days i'd have burned through that content in an afternoon i mean it would have been gone mm-hmm. in a couple of hours 
whereas now with more going on I'm going to get through in a couple of nights and they're saying there'll be new stuff every week so fingers crossed next Wednesday there's some cool stuff to go and have a look at it so I think what's there is cool it's just not enough of it there mm-hmm. um, the Warhammer Vault have you seen that aspect of it? no no. so that's giving you access to old codexes campaign books White Dwarfs that's p- potentially very cool um, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a nostalgia freak I'll happily go back mm-hmm. and read a White Dwarf that's 10 years old that I've or mm-hmm. 20 years old that I read my childhood oh, uh, yeah, one with four members. I yeah, loved yeah. it. That sounds awesome to me. Um, free inverted commas again, miniature, you're obviously paying its part of it. But hey, look, I fell for it, I'm a sucker for it, but a part of me wants to see what it was, was like. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just thought I'll pay it up front and just go for it and see how I get on. Uh, and I can rationalise it any way, shape or form. Yeah, you can. can you can just uh, count its research for the podcast, mate. Just, uh, I'm doing it for the people. Well, the artist is like, I'm a simple man. You know I mean, I go to work, <laughs> I come home to my family, I get an hour in the evening to do some hobbying, and I've got a Friday night to go out and play you some games. You get an hour? You get an hour? If I'm lucky, Nelson. I, I know where at most. Um, I'm allowed to uh, have a little indulgence here and there. But it's not as bad as people saying it is. I'm just, for paying the money up front, I've look, I'm looking at it going, there's not much there. If you just paid a fiver for the month, there's plenty there to get a flavour for it. And if you don't like it, just scrap it. That's fair. That's fair. Dude. But the potential, yeah. the potential is massive. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah. If, I think... if they get the the, the 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 list builder apps right, they mm-hmm. could be brilliant. The Warhammer Vault. If they put everything that's old on it, would be brilliant. Free mini. Who doesn't want free plastic? Mm-hmm. And the animations and the TV shows have great potential to be to if they generate money through this to grow into something really cool. So, yeah. hey, I'm gonna get myself in the ground floor and say that I, um, I was cool from the beginning and not a a hipster yeah. who two years down the line joins in when it's, yeah. it's all all set up and perfect yeah i think if if um if the guys at games workshop like sat down and were realistic in what their ambitions are going to be like eh? i always remember watching a documentary on uh wwf so the wrestling mm-hmm. i remember watching that and a big vince mcmahon was going on about like what what his vision for the company was yeah. his vision for the company wasn't wrestling it was to make films. Yeah, yeah. That's what he wanted to do, and yeah. that's what they have done. Because I mean, you'll see, like the films that have, well, not the Rock now, but back in the day, so, like Stone Cold's done films, The Rock's done films, yeah. Bautista's done films. All these yeah. like wrestlers have done films. The Hulk Hogan and stuff. It's all like his. It's all under like WWE franchise type thing. Mm-hmm. So like that's what he wanted to do. So he wants to get his finger in that pie. And if Games Workshop had any sense, they would sit down and go, "We've got like a massive amount of like." backstory mm-hmm. ideas characters that you could you just got to assemble it together and get yeah. something organized and you would yep. probably have because you don't have to think about like the the universe that they're in or anything or any mm-hmm. where you, that's all there for you like the, yep. the, the, the canvas is there you just have to paint the characters on and it's like you've got characters so if you got the right people in and we're serious about it and we're like look you might have to speculate to accumulate here eh? but you yeah, can yeah. make like a seriously good film you can make quite a low-budget film, though. Okay? I mean, it wouldn't have to cost lots and lots of money to yeah, do this sort of wee series. Yeah. It could yeah. be literally like and that's, that's look at the... look at Alien. Alien was like what? Yeah, totally, seven yeah. seven people. Seven that people. Could easily seven be, actors. Yeah, like an Inquisition warband on a space yeah. Hulk with yeah. two or three sets. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting hunted down by some like demon, like but, take them out uh, one by one or some shit. Like, I mean, well, yeah, well, basically, basically just a straight alien. But I know, demon, but, like, but yes, you could do it. You could do something like that. Right yeah. Off, because some people are off, but you know what yeah. I mean. It could be something simple. I'm sure they could turn it into something else, or you could have some big, massive, like 
Battle of Pelennor Field style like, <laughs> epic, you know what I mean? You could do that if you wanted to, but I'm just saying, like, they've got scope it, it to just, do so much. Like, yeah, it speaks to me, which seems to be the way Games Workshop operate, and I can't criticise them for this because they make so much money, but mm-hmm. they seem to work with small staff. I mean, mm-hmm. they seem to be very streamlined, and, and what you're describing, they don't want to do. They don't want to mm-hmm. chuck in a mass amount of money they want to build slowly and use mm-hmm. the minimal amount of resources for yeah. this for me for this i thought this is them splashing out this is them realizing that they're getting hundreds of millions of profits um, and as you say m- spend money to make money if they want to compete mm-hmm. in the world of you know what I mean marvel universes mm-hmm. uh, lord of the ring universes that netflix and amazon and disney all control mm-hmm. then they have equal amount of stories in there but yeah Hey, don't look. It could all be coming, but mm-hmm. they've only they've only the stuff they've previewed. We we, we can, we've got a good sense of what the first couple months of this is going to be like, so we can really guess that there's nothing massive and shocking coming. Like, yeah, an Eisenhorn eight part live action series with. Um, mm. I mean, That's it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, oh, exactly. It's Amazon that's doing it. The kind but, of but I, do, I just I don't know why I wouldn't be on here, but yeah, look, I think this is a watch the space, mm-hmm. um, and if you go pay monthly, it's a fiver. Um, maybe not this month, but the next month. But free mini only works after a year. That's also a bit of a con. Like, so they've taken my money for the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I can't get that money back. So send me my free fucking mini. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I understand yeah. if you're paying monthly, you'd have to wait for a year for them to get mm-hmm. the money out of you. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the logic. Yeah. So again, Games Workshop just some strange decisions. But yeah. um, look, I think it's worth checking out if you're a massive Warhammer mm-hmm. fan. It's a bit of a no-brainer. But yeah. I think you you could live. A couple months without it, while it builds up, mm-hmm. um, and then jump in maybe. Yeah, you know I mean, two or three months time. There's more yeah. stuff there, and it's... those um, premium apps are calling it. So the 40k and the Sigmar mm-hmm. premium apps, they're not even released yet. I mean, they're just part of the subscription, but aren't actually available. So yeah. again, a bit of a con. It's, come on, day one, have it all there, um, mm-hmm. and let's get my money's worth. Yeah, instead of trickling it all out, it's like that's mm-hmm. fire it in, guys. Get it fired. I don't think it's trickled out because the. the it's like they, they just don't have it. It's not like they've mm-hmm. got. I, they, I just I don't. I can believe the apps aren't finished because they're doing such a shit job with these apps. Yeah, I know. That I just I think they're not there not because they want to trickle out to lure people in later. It's because they're just not fucking ready. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just not pumped the resources in here to do yeah. it. Yeah. Because I think there's probably, there's probably three guys who don't even play 40k mm-hmm. trying to build in these insane databases. Mm-hmm. Which okay, Battlescribe seems to do it, but Battlescribe's got years and years and years of. Of um of build up to it and yeah. it's a sort of crowd managed thing. More than one person manages it. I mean, it's, lots of people contribute to it. But hey, watch your space. I think it has great potential. I want it to be good. I'd be disappointed if six months down the line you ask me again, yeah. is that money worth it? And I'd be like, nah, that was a waste of money. Yeah, I'd be a bit yeah. disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one thing to keep in mind on a positive note with this is that I think in the last five years, Games Workshop has come on. Leaps oh, and yeah. bounds yeah. compared. I mean, the gears turned so yep. slowly up until that point. Yep. Once it once it got into eighth edition, and they got that new CEO that came in or whatever, and we organised it, and yep. we got them heading in the right direction, steered the ship the right way. I think 
the gears have turned a lot quicker. They're maybe not as quick as everybody would expect. Because I think yeah. because there's comparisons now to other formats. You know what yes. I mean? You're comparing it to Netflix. You're comp yep. comparing things to online gaming. You're comparing things. So you've got the comparisons, whereas before you didn't have that. So, but now they're at least getting them, they're arsing gear and going, you know what? We yeah, need definitely. Quick, we need yep. to be quicker. We need to be quicker in what we're doing here. Our turnarounds need to be quicker. And they are getting there. It's just obviously not as quick as people are expecting when they compare it to something else, you know yeah. what I mean? Of, um, of like, so, but they are they are getting there. I have to say, the changes the Games Workshop have been, so they, they deserve kudos for that. And they're raking it in. So they must be doing something right. But yes, there are frustrations. It's like months like me are paying 50 quid exactly. to watch two animations. I think maybe that's because like, why would, why would we do it? Because we know they're just going to pay it anyway. <laughs> but we addicts. do, what's we've wrong got, with us? We've got like addicts, they're, they're, we've got them on a hook. We could just, we could do anything and they'll just keep on coming back. So it doesn't, like, they just don't like, they just yeah. know it. A lot as, of as, as long as got a cool mini, a cool sculpt in there, who gives a shit what we do? Yeah, like absolutely. they'll just they'll keep on coming back. So I think I think the animations online have got the most sort of criticism. Mm -hmm. um, but that but then I think that's because Astartes has spoiled people. Mm -hmm. I mean Astartes is I mean, people who don't even know what forty K is would watch Astartes and think that was cool. I mean yeah, the production yeah. values and the quality of that is massive and yeah, I know you could argue, but that's just one guy. Games Workshop's got ten mm -hmm. doesn't it? Why can't these um Made the same thing, but he was also doing it over months and months and months, and they were like yeah. two to three minutes ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you can't compare this to Astartes just yet. Mm -hmm. And they've got the Astartes guy, so come on. Yeah. Official Astartes stuff when it comes down the line, I'm sure is going to be awesome as well. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it'll be good. Well, good. All right, anyway. So uh, let's let's talk about actual some gaming now, eh? as opposed to what we're well, yeah, yes, So, um, just last Saturday we had the Apocalypse game. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. you couldn't attend, Kevin. Bless you. But, um, no, no, but it's like you guys had good fun. We had, we had really good fun. It was a good laugh. Um, the, the rules burst my head a wee bit, but we got there <laughs> to end up. Um, so there was 11 of us, I think, there in total. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, uh, a really good day. Um, started at 10, finished just before 6. Didn't manage to get all five turns in, but we got got to end of turn 3, and it finished 7-6 to the Imperial. Ah. So, so close game. It was good fun. Um, like I said, I think everybody had a good time. It looked really cool. All the the models and the table. Yeah, the photographs are fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Like it was. I do like seeing big, massive armies just clashing together. It's just class. It's just Nobody awesome. tried to sneak in some grey models behind some scenery. There was a couple of grey models. What? But a couple of grey models. Well, not maybe not grey, but. Not quite finished, I would not say. Not fully finished. Yeah. Not fully finished, but they have to say it was probably ninety-eight percent. Good, good, fully good. painted. So I can't, can't compare, uh, complain there. Like, uh, but it was really good. Good. The terrain setup was good. The guys that set up the night before um, did a really good job. Yes. Yep. Thanks to them um, so, for helping out and coming along. So that, so that was good. That was good. Like so. Um, but yeah, um, I do it again. Maybe not, like. <laughs> every week, but I would. I would would do you? Again. So would you, would would you try the the same rule set again? Yes, I yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I would try to roll set once you once you sort of get your head around it. Mm -hmm. um, like it, anything, really. Got isn't the, it? it just when you're playing it and you're doing it for the first time with yeah. loads of people, it's just like yeah, there was that that was one of the things. I mean, it comes to any sort of big event that you're doing and there's lots of people, you're multiplying the problem by. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean by that yeah. many times. Yeah. So no, that's not. Hey, I'm like a, a teacher, Nelson. I'm yeah, exactly. You know, you know. Yeah, that's not how I'm gonna go at the other players. And <laughs> that. It's just we're all in the same boat. None of yeah. us knew what we were doing. Really, really knew what we were doing. We'd all watched like a couple of videos at most. Yeah. That was most of our experience of playing Apocalypse. Yeah. So the fact that we had a game out of it and managed to get our, uh, get it underway was 
was good. It was oh, that's good, good fun. Well, hopefully, again, maybe next year we can try that again and use the yeah, same yeah. rules and try and uh, yeah. get through more of it. Yeah, it'd be good. Like, we could, I mean, you could go bigger. It's just it takes a long time and there's a lot yeah. of you. That's the only thing. It takes a long time. But that, you could probably do the same thing again, but you'd have to we may be a bit faster next time because we know what we're doing. But yeah, um, yeah it was. <laughs> so I have to say, some of the, the rules for some units compared to the rules for some others there are some absolutely honking <laughs> rules I've, here's here's one of my things like uh, flesh hounds i took flesh hounds just fluffy i took fluffy choices yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I took three nights as well but i also took fluffy choices <laughs> flesh hounds five of them in a unit went to uh -huh. attack somebody how many attacks do you think a flesh hound gets well the unit the I'm, unit I'm, I'm guessing very low so i would say one one attack <laughs> It's just flesh hounds in an apocalypse. Just flesh hounds. What do you expect? Hounds. They're like demons from the god of fighting. <laughs> we got one attack in a unit of them. Brilliant. So I got four attacks in my four units. And I think Space Marine guys, um, intercessors or whatever, got like two attacks. Oh, it's yeah. like, this, this is just ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I just, ah, yeah. But anyways, so there's a, there's a few rules that was like, no way, no, no way, no way, man. Um, but it was good fun. But um, definitely the vortex missile helped the imperial side. I'll, t I'll tell you that one thing. I just cleared out a twelve-inch plate <laughs> of chaos guys uh, every turn. So that was good. Uh, but no, good fun. Everybody had a good laugh. I think. Um, thanks to the guys that came along. Um, the, Absolutely. The, the event I think was a success. So um, we will do it again. Um, and I'll, I'll probably watch a couple more battle reports on it. But it's good. It was good though. It's good. Though. It's a shame you couldn't make it, Kev. But these life. No, happens, I, I had, life I had done a bit of homework, and I was and mm -hmm. it is some sort of uh, felt like I could talk people through it. But yeah, it was. It was wasn't it help with the fact that I couldn't make it to help. Well, I, so I said to the guys, we should take comfort in that if you had been on the chaos side, we probably would have lost by more. So oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, 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 that, was, that was the comfort we got. I am a disease. passed <laughs> from team that's to team. It. That's it. So, um, but yeah, so that was good. But, um, also on the horizon, the, the Ladder and Crusade um, campaigns will be coming to a close soon. Yeah, yep. So, um, if this podcast comes out by tomorrow, which will be Friday the 27th, that'll be the last week um, for the Ladder and the Crusade. Um, and then for next week the top two on the ladder will play in a final match so we talked about this before mm -hmm. um, that rather than just having one person walk away with it they actually have a bit of competition and we um, build up to a wee final between the two players so uh, I'm, I'm not going to quote names I'm not quite sure what's organised for tomorrow but yeah, you don't know do you we don't know no, what's going to happen but certainly we'll, uh, we can feed back on the final itself when it comes round um, and then the crusade um, there's not a prize for the crusade but certainly um, um, what's the word Kudos. Uh, kudos points. That's it. Thank you. Kudos points for the person who wins the crusade. And if Jakey wins both, which is a potential, um, then um, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'll have to take a long, hard look in the mirror and, uh, <laughs> and uh, try and figure out why we all suck so badly and he can just walk all over us in every sort of game. <laughs> but uh, I, would, <laughs> I would like to thank everybody who participated in the Summer of 40k. It was good fun. It was great to have so many new people and they're not even new people now. They're all, we're all part of the gang. So it's good to have um, lots of um, people coming in every week and playing lots of games of 40k. Um, we are, again, looking to branch out into some other games like Age of Sigmar, um, 
and kill team uh, over the next wee while. Um, but um, 40k remains uh, God. And with that in mind, we have the, the 40k World Cup coming up. So, Nelson, can you remember who's in your World Cup group? I've just, I've just got to say that should we change it to World Cup? Should we change it? To, we should we change it to something else? But should it be World Cup? What would you think about? What would you, yeah, what would you we, call it? We could do with a more pithy name. E- Emperor, Emperor's Cup or something. Emperor's or like Cup. The, the Golden Throne or whatever. Smash I, I JK know. Cup. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raven Guard must not win cup. So. Uh, yeah, so we've all been grouped into groups of uh, five or six. And we'll yes. play each other once in the group stages. Yes. And then so that's what, you are, that's what you're asking me, weren't you? That's what you're asking me. Who's in my group? So Correct. So who's in your group? No, Scott's in my group. Scotty. Ooh. Scotty to Hottie. Uh, Tony's in my group. Imagine that. I mean, as soon as you were doing the draw, I knew Tony's going to be in my group. So that's fine. Um, Craig's in my group. Mm-hmm. I'm, do- I'm purely doing this off memory now. Um, and uh, Jack is a Jack and Dan is Dan, a Dan. I was getting some sure, yep. sure Dan's in my group as well. There you go. So I've got I've got a group of six, I think. So there's only one group of five, I think, isn't there? I think if I remember. Yes. Um, so if you listen to this, you want to play in the World Cup, please give us a shout because we've got that is my group. No, is it my? No, it's not my group. One of the groups is a group of five. Mm-hmm. Um, so so space for one more in terms of keeping things even and I keep my OCD in check. Yeah, I mean it doesn't make any difference, but yeah, it makes know. no difference. Talk to you could have ten in a group, and somebody to talk to, they go through. But yes, yeah, so there's certainly space for more if somebody fancies it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that'll be good. Um, so, are you, you? Could you talk us through sort of some advice on on how to prepare in terms well, of your you armies want, and how well, to set up games? What we'll do is we'll go over. This is so professional. We'll go over. We'll go over. <laughs> What the, the spec is for it, I think. Yes. Are prudent to go over the specs yes. for it. Um, so I'll just load that up just now. Um, the specs for it. So your the army rules for writing the list for it is your warlord trait and your first relic is locked. Um, yep. And be must be shared as part of your army list. Yep. And psychic powers are locked um, and must be shared as part of your army list. Yep. So they can't change unless you have some sort of like in-game stratagem to change yeah. your yeah whatever. That's obviously still legit, but. Up until that point, and then stratagems that allow you to take extra relics um, and traits can be used before the battle begins, so you don't need to do that on yeah. your um, on your list. And it's fifteen hundred points. It is, yep, fifteen hundred points and uh, match play, mm-hmm. um, and it can't be changed during the tournament. It's, so it sticks like that. It'll be random strike force missions from the GT twenty twenty one pack. Yep, um, there's group stages. Uh, everyone plays each other once and then mm-hmm. it's just like a sort of football tournament three points for a win one point for a draw zero points for a loss yep. I mean the chances of getting a draw I mean but oof. hey you just yeah, said uh, could an happen. apocalypse yeah I think I think, happen, I think we'll happen. get one draw I think we'll have one draw you obviously get the ten victory points for for a painted army yep. um, and then the groups are randomly determined and have been so mm-hmm. the groups are there they're pinned in the chat guys and the squad yep. if you need them um, I'll start in September and the trophy to be won. And the last thing we're just going to cover here with the rules is just, again, this is all in the Discord, guys, but it's just so you know it's here, um, is the terrain setup. So um, to try and keep it as fair as possible for people, we're going for, um, we looked at the rule book for 40k mm-hmm. and in it, it gives you a picture of what they think a terrain the terrain should look like on the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. So I looked at that and we sort of counted how many they had that's a terrain they had 
So it's uh, their sort of take on it is that we put down 10 pieces of terrain um, and they'll all count as uh, obscuring along with any additional keyboards they might have. So yeah. you would set the board up symmetrically as much as you can. Obviously, not everything in a box of terrain yeah. is going to be the exact same, Absolutely, but yep. as symmetrically as you can make it and then agree the terrain rules before you deploy your guys. So that's what I would, you should always do that anyway. So, so, always so the terrain kinda... is something I'm still quite poor with. So. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's hard so, enough, isn't it? Yeah. So what, what's, what's your advice in terms of what, I would, what terrain rules should you just kind of use and just kind of keep life simple? simple yeah. See what you've got, see what you've got there and keep it, keep it as simple as you can. Um, the more rules you add in, the more sort of convoluted the game gets, but yeah. it does make it interesting and tactical if you use different terrain rules, but don't make something a ruin for the sake of making it a ruin if it, mm-hmm. if it looks like a ruin then by all means make it a ruin but if yep. it's if it's not don't just make it for the sake of it mm-hmm. um and you've also got things like dense cover and things like that that you could make i mean but if you've got forests and things dense cover yeah that's probably a good thing to have yeah yeah it does state in the rule book what you can count it as forest count as this this counts as that so the, that's probably the easiest thing to do is to mm-hmm. say, well, what, do, what does it look like? That counts as that. When yeah. you start adding in barricades and things like that, that starts getting a bit more, and it's just yeah. more and more rules. I would just keep it simple, guys. Keep it simple, and it's usually ruins and obscuring terrain and a bit of dense copper is usually yep. more than enough. More than enough. You've talk, you're talking about um, craters and things as well, if I'm being honest. I hardly ever put craters on my boards. Not because like, oh, Nelson, you're cheating because you didn't want to do the craters thing. It's just because <laughs> it's just, you could just go on and on and on. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get, it just gets so complicated. You've got enough rules to remember without remembering all those yeah, different Yeah, definitely. And chances are you probably forget about it and then realise halfway through the game, oh, by the way, we're meant to be doing And just keep it simple as you can. Try and keep it as simple as you can. Um, just make sure there's places that you can hide um, and have a good game. And yep. um, there's there's no perfect way of setting a board up there's no perfect way it's just try and do it the best way you can but you, I think you if, certainly... uh, yeah if, if, if there's any homework to give out I think people are quite savvy now with ninth edition rules so I think in preparation for the for the for the for the tournament um if somebody wanted a bit of homework it'd probably be good for people to read through the, the terrain rules and just get maybe a bit more familiar with that because I do think that's probably everyone's weakest mm-hmm. um weakest point on the rules at the moment. I think the important thing is that you and your opponent agree what they are yep. before you start. Don't but even things like remember the not defensible. What was the thing in our game that I remembered and you didn't weren't aware of it? We looked it up um, when you declared a charge and if I'm next oh, to the yeah, set to defend, set to defend. It. Yeah, um, and you I had your head, it was a stratagem, and I also couldn't remember what it was, and only mm-hmm. looking up I realised. Oh, no, that's just a general rule that you're yeah, allowed yeah. to do mm-hmm. as long as you're next to a terrain piece. So again, there are some yeah. cool yeah. rules. Yeah, as long that, as the, that, the terrain mm. piece has the defensible yes. keyword, which you yep. would have had to discuss before you started Correct. the game. So, yep. But if you said it's a ruin and the ruin and says ruins, yeah, and it's the defensible, the, then, yep. Yep. then it is. Then you can do it for free, essentially. Yep. So but this is all stuff to keep in mind, isn't it? And it's just like I say, that, I mean, that's just a ruin. I mean, that's quite a prevalent piece of terrain. <laughs> and yeah. that's got a couple of things that you're like, oh God, that's actually got more rules than I thought. So I think stuff like that, I think you've got to keep in mind that the more and, if, and more yeah. varied terrain, the, the more and more rules you're going to have to remember. That's and, if, all. and if it feels too much, just strip it right the way back yeah. and just yeah. go for 
you can see you can see through these bits. And if you're touching these bits, you get plus one to your cover. Because end of the day, as long as you're both playing the same sets of rules yeah. for the terrain, and you know what it is before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be any. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too fussed if somebody wanted to keep it simple. But as as ever, we thought this before. That's the discussion you have at the start of a game to make sure everybody's on the same level playing field about what to expect in the game and there's no surprises halfway through when suddenly you go oh did you know that these rules are defensible and that actually means i can do this this and this mm-hmm. um, it would have been cool to have said that if you knew that to be a fact when mm-hmm. you set the table up and not waited to when it was in your advantage but mm-hmm. again people people won't do that yeah uh, yeah i think i think as long as everybody goes in the mindset that they just want the game to be fair that's that's all it is that's yeah, what you're looking totally. for isn't it and I, I don't think i've not come across anybody yet where i've been setting the tables up that everybody's went i'm not happy with that yeah type, like type of thing it's like i think if you talk have a bit of conversation about it and talk about it when you're doing it and say do you, you okay with that do you want is this okay here and that mm-hmm. i think as long as you're not setting up to benefit your army <laughs> you know what i mean yeah definitely because I, I mean, you could, but then your opponent might pick your table edge. So totally, like, and yeah. you're like, well, you're screwed. So that, that and, 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 yeah, and, and symmetry helps with that as well. So if yeah. you're if you're setting something up, like say your mate's running a bit late, so you just want to do the right thing and get the game ready. You you don't go wrong by setting up a symmetrical board with the biggest stuff in the middle, slowly reducing in size to your smaller stuff on the outside. I mean, just making sure it's cover um, um, in the middle then. If somebody yeah. gets there, they can move stuff around if they wanted to. But ultimately, if it's symmetrical, nobody has an advantage. Yeah, um, exactly. If you're putting down ten pieces of terrain, mm-hmm. if you put down five pieces of terrain, that could be giving an army an advantage. But if you're putting in a good amount of terrain that's symmetrical, evenly spaced, big stuff in the middle. As we know, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I so we thought we better cover the rules and stuff because that's the boring part. Get the boring part of the way, and uh, just so everybody knows what's going on. And then what we'll do is we'll um, we'll have a little chat about our oh, because we actually had a game with our prospective list. We did. We did have a wee cheeky wee list because um, the the stars aligned for us to have. <laughs> I first when was the last time we had a game, Kev? When was probably around my house, a year or so ago at least. More, more than a year. More, yeah, two it was years pre, ago. Pre lockdown. Yeah, yeah, two years. Yep. You know what? You know what, Kev? I think the last game we had. It was when you were taking the pictures for the comic yeah, strip. Yeah, we, we sure. done that comic strip thing. Yeah, yeah the, yep. the uh, what was it called? The Theatre of War. So it's Chaos Ultramarines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like a what five seven hundred fifty point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little, little I game. remember. Yeah. So I mean, that's that. One of the few, one of the few games I've beaten you, and not that we played that that's, many that's games, true, but I did true. actually win that game for a change. You did, you did win that game. You did win that game, Kate. Quite cons- quite convincingly <laughs> as well, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's been a long time coming. Um, we, we played a bit of a game on t- uh, tabletop simulator, didn't we? When lockdown was on, they did. But you uh, had the patience of the saint, and I did not. So yeah, um, but, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm still not a huge fan. Of, I'm, I'm still not that. a huge fan of tabletop simulator. I tried. I tried to get into it to, to get it, but it's, it's too clunky for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Or maybe I'm too clunky for it. Who knows? Who knows? Like uh, <laughs> yeah. um, it's probably that way around. But um, so what we'll do is we thought we'll get people's uh, appetite wetted with it and we'll talk about because maybe some people are um, doing the world cup because it's a slightly more competitive thing and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, maybe thinking oh, well i don't want to get my ass handed to me every time i want to have fun but i don't really want to have my ass handed to me and i struggle writing lists or dragging my head around secondaries mm-hmm. and things and um, not sure what to take to a competitive type thing i mean don't get me wrong it's not going to be Hyper competitive, but um, it's and, but it's as competitive as we kind of get. Yeah, yeah, sort of internal so. competitions. This is yeah. we've done this before. And it was good fun. I mean, we didn't get a chance yeah. to finish it. 
And I think a lot of people are championing a bit to have another go at this yeah, and really yeah. push the boat out and what they can do. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I like it. I like um, testing myself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like I do. I do enjoy it. Um, get utterly frustrated when I've made stupid mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> just as uh, part of the learning. You don't get better if you don't challenge yourself. So, so yeah, I like to. I like to try and push myself. So I thought we'll we'll have a wee uh, powwow. Um, just now mm-hmm. about what we're taking. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, Kev. Let me ask you the questions. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's I'll, ask, I'll ask you the questions. So we'll do it in sort of a couple of parts, two parts or something. So we'll go through it. So basically we'll run through what we've taken and how we've come to that and yep. maybe some highlights of our, of our stuff. So let's do it. So World Cup list, World Cup list. Um, so what faction did you pick for your World Cup list? So... I, I swithered between Ultramarines and Death Guard. I've gone for Death Guard. Um, I played them in the ladder. I, I got I got more Crusade games than I got ladder games. So the mm-hmm. Ultramarines have had a more of a showing than mm-hmm. my Death Guard. And Death Guard is still my, my new army. My mm-hmm. I mean my new shiny thing with all my new painted models. So new, yeah, shi- new shiny Death Guard. New, really good new, new well. You could have you some, smell the it. ooze. The ooze could have some sort of sheen. Slick, to it. slick oil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, slick pus mm. oil all over. Um, yeah, I'm going for Death Guard because they do have the, the rules are still pretty good. I've got a ninth edition codex, and um, the playstyle is actually something I quite like. Um, mm. So yeah, I am locked in, and although my list isn't finalised, um, I have got a rough list that you got to see last the other week. Yeah. Um, you're, you're skipping ahead here, Kevin. You're skipping. I just asked you what faction did you pick. You don't think I've got death, questions. Got death questions. guard. Death guard. So who are the death guard? For those people who might not, maybe we've got new oh. listeners. So who are they? Who are the death guards? So the death guard are a heretic Astartes army. So um, in the Great Horus Heresy, when the Space Marines split up into good guys and bad guys, the Death Guard were one of the, the legions that went uh, to the to the dark side, to chaos, um, and so they are bad guy Space Marines. And they've got a range refresh in uh, 8th edition, so they've got all brand new spanking models, and they've actually got a good range of models. I mean, I know a lot of them are base infantry, but they've got a good... Um, a good number of things to collect. So I have really enjoyed collecting them and building and painting them up. Um, do you want more detail about their play style, or are we coming to that later on? Well, I was just going to say we could move on. So they're basically the, the, the smelly bad guys. You didn't really touch on the sm- they're smelly. <laughs> no, so well, they are, they they're smelly. Dedica- they're dedicated to the plague god, aren't they? That's what they are. They are. But, the but, but the cool thing about the lore is, in, in their mind, they're all about life and growth, but mm-hmm. life and growth to them is excessive life and growth. So they overgrow and they swell ba- and bacteria, bacteria, and, uh, yeah, yeah, taking over. So um, they think they're bringing people life, but they're bringing people death. It's garden, isn't it? Nuggles garden. That's yeah, thing, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. Um, so why them? Why why death guard? Cool models. Come on, cool factor. That cool, was models. cool models. That was cool okay, models. Right. Cool lore. Um, yeah. I love you know I love a space marine. Um, and it was about time I branched out into a different type of space marine that wasn't blue or black. Um, so these guys have scratched the itch of something different to paint. Um, Very and different. Look, and, but I think look really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I've gone with lots of washes. I've kept my life simple and gone for like weathering effects and washes. So they've taken me a fraction of time. They took me to paint um, clean space marine armor. And actually, I prefer the way they look mm-hmm. um, just because there's more character to them and a bit more interesting. So yeah, I. Uh, why then? Because as an army, and what I've got in my collection, 
I think when I put them down the table look look badass. It's very impressive, very impressive, Kevin. Looks and very, very fluffy as well. I think. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, very the, shambling the, the horde, shambling horde of of um, of uh, zombies and, and mm-hmm. poison people in suits that just don't slow down for anything. Yeah, it looks the part. Yeah, it looks awesome. Looks awesome. Um, so, what's in the list? Let's go over. It. Let's go. What's what have we got in the list? Well, now this is the point where J.K. has got his paper and his pen out, and he's just going to write down everything that I say, and he's going to design a list to now, counter. Now, list, list could change slightly because you've still got time to play uh, <laughs> play games. To, to, I do to have two it. more practice games but, booked in. But generally speaking, I'll tell you the units. What's on your list? Yeah. So I mean, so the units. So, um, well. Let's talk about the game I played with you. So I had a, a decent amount of pox walkers. So I think I had twenty pox walkers, mm-hmm. uh, two squads of ten. Um, they're there mainly for screening out. Mm-hmm. I know you offered me some good advice and other ways to use them in terms of sort of shielding your front line. Um, but in that game, I didn't have enough to really be able to do that. So I was using them just as a cheap chaff to screen out your deep striking guys. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't able to do because I didn't have enough of them, but I still think that the strategy was sound. I just need to have more on the list, mm-hmm. um, and it's not terribly original. Or it's not terribly interesting. It's just a lot of playing marines, a lot of terminators of the blight lord type and the death shroud type. So the blight lord terminators are the shooty guys, although again, their shooting is not brilliant, um, and the death shroud ones are the guys who have the big scythes, the big yeah. poison scythes. Um, and they do wreck face in combat. Mm-hmm. They just have, they just, oh yes, they just have to get there. Um, mm-hmm. So yep, it's a pure infantry list. I've got no vehicles, um, and I've got a big daddy demon prince, which is my Bellacor. Mm-hmm. Inverted commas conversions, not conversion. I've just painted them to look um, nurgly, um, and he's the sort of centerpiece of it, uh, as well as the beat stick. So he is my biggest threat. Although I know he's not a massive threat. But he's something you have to think about, especially if you're going to come close quarters with me or I'm going to get into close combat with you um, with his relics and with his warlord traits and with the, the Death Guard special rules. Um, yeah. he, he'll be very nasty um, up close. So basically the list is a lot of Toughness 5, Toughness 4 mm-hmm. um, models that ignore the first pip of damage if you're shooting me with multi-damage weapons. Um, that have the potential to reanimate and um, have feel no pain saves on top of um, already decent space marine armor saves. Um, so yeah, the challenge um, is to is to overcome their sort of durability, which you were able to do like a fucking hot knife through butter. So <laughs> I have no idea. Well, what I'm doing yeah. I mean, you've also got uh, you've got quite a few buffing characters on you because you've got old Meg and Stinky Pete, haven't you? I do. So, so I've got so I remember chatting to you about it, and you were playing Death Guard before I was playing Death Guard. So whenever you talked mm-hmm. about it, um, I was always paying attention to it. Um, and I remember you talking about a really cool rule that the. The, the the play caster so you you can have sorcerers in the Death Guard army but their specific type of sorcerer um, has a has a special rule that when they successfully cast spells they also spit out mortal wounds and um, I mean you I think you you had you had, like, you had a list of three of those in mind yeah didn't you? Or, yeah. yeah that's that's what mine that's what my one has three so, three of them so I went for two and demon prince just to see how it would go again they weren't massively effective against you because you were a very flighty um, Keep your distance type army, but I do think um, those support characters could do some damage up close. I, as I well. can testify that they are absolutely horrendous. 
Yeah, I just need a <laughs> yeah, yeah, Necron opponent. I need a, yeah. a Custodes opponent. I need that kind of opponent to yeah. the see what they can really do. Absolutely horrid. I'll take a word for it because they'd fuck all for me. Yeah, they're horrid. <laughs> horrid. That's <laughs> Tony. Tony, I'll tell you. Absolutely <laughs> horrid. I mean, the Death Guard have got quite a few. Like, I, I quite like all the Death Guard supporting characters. Um, yeah, they're good. Um, Sometimes you think there's too many. Yeah, there's too like, many. Yeah. There's, so, there's so many good ones. And they're, and they're decently priced. So, and, um, but yeah, so in the, in the current list, unless I played you, um, yeah, so two HQs are the two play cast of the Demon Prince. And then the support ones was the. Oh god, I get it mixed up. Is the biological putrefier the? No, you had the uh, foul blight spawn. Okay, so it's the foul blight spawn that I had. He's got quite a good close combat auto hit weapon, um, as well as a cool rule that stops people from fighting first, which when paired with That's a demon that, prince yeah, or a or honking. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a really good one. Um, and did I have a second one? You just had one. Oh, Tallyman, Tallyman. The Tallyman was in there. Right? And, and out of 10 attempts to get a command point with his special rule, how many did I get? Can you remember? And you got like two. No, I got one. Was it one? He got oh. one. And what are the odds of, I think, it, it's, I, four, it's no, only seven on two dice, isn't it? It's seven on two dice. Only, only you, Kev. Yeah. More, so, I, it, more than seven. It's not just you have to get seven. All right, okay, so eight or more. more right, than, so, so you have to get, no, you get seven or more and you. Ten times didn't roll seven yeah, or more. Correct. I did it once. So like nine times he didn't roll seven or more. Yeah. Which is statistically not crazy. possible. Like I break yeah. the laws of physics. <laughs> it's just you know what I mean? Chaos theory. Doctor Malcolm. Uh, Doctor Malcolm from <laughs> from Jurassic so, Park. Technically, he's worth having because I could technically get ten free command points. It's, hey, he's worth having just for getting plus one to hit. And he gets plus one to hit, so he yeah, was walking man. up with the. The Terminators just yeah. buffing their shit. So yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it'd have been nice if I had a few more command points out of him as well. Yeah. So so what are your? Um, that's pretty much your whole thing, isn't it? You've got loads yeah. of plague marines. Yeah. Big blob of blight lords. Uh, a wee blob of the uh, death shroud. Death shroud. Your big demon prince. The two plague casters. Yep. The foul blight spawn two hose guy. Yep. And the tally man, and your pox walkers yeah. and that's pretty much your list that's isn't it, it. Yeah, that that's was, it. That, well, that, I don't know what it is now but I'm assuming that's pretty much it's the, it's the same the, units I'm just mixing doubts, up the numbers doubts, yeah I'm changing numbers and sizes and squads so um, what do you think your your strengths are then what's what's your what's your power well going into the game well in the, in the latter games when I have played them they have been good on objectives um, mm-hmm. uh, so so in terms of strengths if I don't have any vehicles, so I've got no obvious targets. If you've brought anti-vehicle weapons, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have to just spam them into um, infantry. And you know what I mean, so typically, typically, you're going to have low shots, high strength, which is just wasted on infantry because you're only going to kill mm-hmm. um, one model at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, the Terminators are going to be good targets for that, but they've still got good rules and invuns, so um, they might be able to weather that yeah, kind still, of storm. You're still 50-50 saving. Yeah. Like it's a four up and vulnerable safe, so yeah, <laughs> it's still a 50 50. Although UK, apparently, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, Who knows? 90 10. Who knows? <laughs> it depends how many old people I've cut up in the car. My karma has been rammed right the way down. Um, so strengths are I'm pretty durable on objectives on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying they're unbeatable as you taught me when if you drop enough plasma and melter, that is going to kill anything. That I mean, nothing is safe from that. No. But generally, it's going to be more durable than a typical army. Mm-hmm. Um, 
close range. It is brutal. Oh um, man! Mm-hmm. And and again, that's all stuff. That's why that's why we talked about the new codexes before. They really are doing that really well, where they have very clear strengths and play styles, and that's all got to do with the background and history of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the mortal wounds up close. Um, I know they rapid fire always, but rapid fire guns are only twenty four inches anyway, so you're still short ranged. Um, a couple of blight launchers give you some range, but I don't have um, much range. So really, well, yeah, that was my that was my next part was your weaknesses. What do you think your so your strengths are? That you're pretty durable, and you can wreck face at close quarters. But your weaknesses are that you don't have any real range. Yeah, I can't shoot. Is that, be, shout, is that be, be kind of worrying about? Yeah, yep. So, so the game plan is, and again, this will come to any surprise because Death Guard do play a specific way, but. Um, I mean, I want to be on objectives. I want to hold them. Um, I'm not that fussed about making a move towards you. I'm going to come up to the middle of the board um, to take objectives. I'm going to make you do the hard work of getting me off the objectives. Mm-hmm. If you can shoot me off them, fair enough. Um, but if you need to come to take them, which you mm-hmm. will have to eventually to win a game mm-hmm. if you're playing primaries, yeah. um, you're in for a world of hurt because yeah. that's where I want you. And even in close combat, um, I'm happy to. I'm happy for you to charge my playing wings. Oh, they're not going to do anything because they, they'll do plenty. Oh, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And man. the poxwalkers with the right stratagems will do plenty. So, um, yeah. Um, if you listen to this, you can either stay away from me, and that's fine because I'm out of range, or come close and die. So either way, I win-win. Yeah, yeah. I think the one of definitely the definitely the the um, board shrinking. Uh, in size yeah, yeah. by a foot on one side and a wee bit in the edges that's absolutely helped Death Guard power up and Death Guard are a um, pretty powerful place mm-hmm. at the moment Like yep. uh, I know they were an early codex to come out but they're still like I think they're still doing well competitively I think they're still doing okay they're not, I don't think they're smashing tournaments or anything no, like that but no. I think they're still holding their own considering how, how far away their codex was when it came out um, and they're, they're so tough man they're so yeah. tough and like you say, don't underestimate. If, if somebody, if any other army, I think wants to go toe to toe with them in combat, fire yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> All the units I've got, yeah. well, will will compete to a decent level in close combat. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do not want to get. I've seen um, blight lords just swathe through <laughs> like yeah. whole chunks of armies. Just what is it? I think you and have no models. Stratagems later on, so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll highlight a very yeah. good. As you know, strategy that they have. They just don't die. They just don't die. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, like guys, because they're so hard to. And like, when you try and like get into them to do it, they end up chopping you down. You get less tough, and they mm-hmm. smash you, and and then the mortal wound thing happens. Like the mortal wounds, and you're they're just so tough. Yeah, they're yeah. so tough. Um, but like you say, for every strength you've got, there's always a weakness as well. And mm-hmm. I think, um, like you say, that. Um, they can be outranged um, yeah, and very they're, easily, yep. they're not the fastest so that's yep. pretty much the two things you have to keep in mind isn't it when you're um, yeah, you, you, can, you can make it so that that's not obvious though you can make that so when yeah, somebody comes yep. against you think oh they're going to be slow it's like well they can be slow to a certain degree but you can 
manoeuvre yourself so that yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. not a, that's not a huge disadvantage. They, they can get to where they want to go, but yeah. unlike an elder army, it couldn't then change its mind and then suddenly yeah. be somewhere else yeah, in yeah, the once next it's, turn. It's like a big massive oil tanker. Yeah, exactly. Once it's turned, yeah. like it, you can, it takes ages for it to turn the other direction type thing. But to you better get out of the way. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there is no doubt that, mate. It's, they're absolutely horrendous. Um, try to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them which is why i didn't <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so right. with that in mind will we chat about um your sort of list and, and yeah yeah go for it right this this is gonna be the perfect so basically nelson has described the perfect counter to my list well um, no I, I didn't design this as a perfect <laughs> counter to list. Let's be fair it that, just seemed so. to work out that way right okay so uh, so I, what faction have you gone nelson and who are they so i've went for the Militarum Tempestus. So who are they? So they're basically Spec Ops uh, forces of the Astra Militarum. So that's like the bog standard guys of yep. the 41st millennium. So think sort of brainwashed SAS troopers that are sort of like relentlessly drilled to obey every command. That's just what they do. Unquestioningly. Like, you, no, they, they just don't even talk. They just do it. They oh, just really? Do told. Yeah, they just do it. They just do what they're told yeah. and they just do it. They might talk, but they just like don't give yeah. a bad chat, no nothing, no. no no emotion. They're just they're like, you know what I mean? Just do what I'm told, put point in the bang, that's it done. So that's it. Um, my own narrative that I've got is that they're called the, the 66th Meridian Vipers. They're like the 66th, so it's like a viper, a snake. Yes. <laughs> 66th Meridian you Vipers. You spent two to three evenings uh, absolutely perfecting that. that I, thought, I thought they were making it 20 seconds, so it was like two snakes. <laughs> I thought, no, I'm looking at 66. <laughs> um, and then it'd be like, or, execute order 66. Brilliant. So uh, they're like black clad badasses who serve my questionable <laughs> commissar Hector Franco. So nice. that's, that's, that's my fluff on them. So we're talking questionable as in technically Imperium, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, who's the good guys in the forty? Well, True. Far sight, but that's I mean, apart from him, <laughs> who's who's the good guys in in forty k? Nobody, nobody, exactly. So questionable. Everybody's questionable in the forty first millennium, I think. So that's so, it. So so um, so 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 why'd you go for them? So. I'm lucky enough to have a good few armies, probably more armies than I should have, to be fair. Um, so Shh, selection don't speak too loudly, someone in the house will hear you. She's upstairs, she's upstairs, <laughs> she'll hear me. Um, but I picked them for a few key reasons. So, number one, they're actually the only army I have that is completely painted to a questionable standard. Important. <laughs> that, that aren't knights, that aren't imperial Important, knights. yep. So, and then number two, these, this is the army that I took to my one and only tournament in Cumbria. Uh -huh, went of course. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to try and give them another chance to see, to try and prove their worth essentially. Nice. So I thought I'll try and yep. work on them a bit. No, that's in, in ninth edition. And three, 1500 points is actually quite a tricky number, I think. Yeah. Um, yep. To get an army to function well when you're sort of used to playing 2K. Mm -hmm. um, taking like max points for secondaries and primaries is, is well, it's good. like that's how you win the game, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. it's key, yep. isn't it? So, I felt that for the amount of points that I had to spend, they were the ones that packed the most punch and had the right tools to get me the most points in the game. So I sort of looked nice. at it as what army do I think would get me the maximum, like the most amount of points. Mm -hmm. And I tried to think about my tow, but it's just not in a great place at the moment. If I take 2k, I can get my tow to perform reasonably well. I <laughs> say reasonably. I was <laughs> in, I've not had my ass handed to me in every single game I've used with them, but once you drop down to 1500 it's really hard to get them to pack the same amount of punch you know what i mean yeah, it's really yeah. it actually really hurts the list to do like that 
um, and my chaos guys, I don't think I've really got the right mix of units and my demons would have been fun to take, but I've not really got them painted up. They need a lot of work done them and my yeah, death guard think, yeah, are yeah. nowhere near the standard of painting that needs to get them to come to a tournament. So I was like, <laughs> no, I've, I've just not got the time to get them painted up to a standard. Yeah. Or I, w- I would have been death guard. I would have got my death guard guys. Because yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've worked on that list quite a bit. But I thought, no, no, let's have a wee, let's use this time to, to um, try my my scions and see how they go on. That was that was my that was my thinking anyway behind it. Awesome. Well, scions because you talk about the scions and the tau and how the tau codex isn't great, but bloody hell, the scions codex in ninth edition is is insane. Um, but we'll come to <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute. We we'll talk not, about list strengths and weaknesses. It's not because uh, well. Hey, as long as that the relic the carrier relic thing exists, oh, yeah, right, right, it's right, broken. Yeah. But we'll come to that. Um, yeah. Right. So, what's on your list, and and why? What are the strengths of bringing what you've got? So, I'll go. I'll go into a bit of detail about it because I, I like that way of stuff. Kev, you know, just sit back, Kev, you'll be fine. So, I am um, literally leaning right, back and enjoying. Right, so, this. Go, so yeah, I mean, you've you've pretty, pretty much played it. So, just for the guys that are writing a list and thinking how they're going to why they pick certain units for what reason type things. So, this is what I've sort of went for. So, I went for a single battalion. So that gets me. Uh, the right amount of units, I think, to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty standard for most games, so I've, I've made this army uh, with certain secondaries and stuff in mind, so yep. we're going to go over that later on, but that's what it is. So, from a regiment, uh, so Scions are in the Astra Militarum Codex, but it's sort of like a, it's not even a sub-faction. Basically, you can pick these guys to go into an Imperial Guard army, mm-hmm. or if you want to just run them, the units that are in the Astro Militarum Codex and just use these guys, they pretty much have their own sort of like codex type thing. Mm, it's yeah. not really a codex, but it's sort of like within a codex, you can use these guys. And then they released Psychic Awakening, which was like for the greater good, I think it's called. And then and they've broken. got, and the bot, it's not broken, but they've got, <laughs> they've got like, um, they give them like additional like doctrines and things. So that's like regimental doctrines, which is like a Space Marine chapters essentially. Um, so they've done that. So that's why I've, I've used these guys. So from a reg- regiment, which is like your, like I say, your chapter tactics to a sort of space marine player. I've gone for, a, a, there's quite a popular one called the Landon Lions. So their doctrine is that all of their weapons get an, an extra AP. That's just flat. So e- even their fists in combat. So they've got like Chuck Norris, they've got razor blades on the end of their gun butts. And they get harder like, than so, their space marines. So combat. they've got minus one like knuckle dusters on their hands. So that's sweet. Mental. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. Mental. So, it's a it's an easy trait to remember. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah and and their warlord trait and uh, relics and some of the stratagems are quite useful as well. Right. So that's first off, that's what I went. I thought it's easy to remember and it's quite punchy. That's good, right? Okay, let's go with that. So I've got two. I've got HQs. I've got two uh, Tempesta Primes. So one of them, a Tempesta Prime, is basically like a sort of captain type thing, like for a space marine player type thing. He's sort of like a the leader of the yes. other guys. So so I've got two Tempesta Primes. So one's my warlord. He's got Oberon Montoya. I've got a sort of Spanishy sort of theme with my guys like it. So big Ob- thy father big, to die. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Big Montoya. <laughs> so so the land he I take the land in line specific warlord trait, which is the keys to the armory. So that gives him a reroll one to hit bubble for, mm-hmm. for any lines units that are round about him within six inches. So that's that's good. Nice. That's good. And then the other prime, Big Falco Ortega, he's got um 
he's got like a, a wee a wee stabby chainsword. So both guys got chainsaws, but uh, instead of giving him just a, a sort of gun, they've given him a Tempestus command rod. So that means he can do additional orders. Now orders for guys who don't play like uh, Astra Militarum is you basically buff the units round about you by mm. making them do stuff better. So you've got a various selections you can use, such as they can reroll ones to hit, or they can their hotshot last guns or their normal last guns turn into rapid fire two instead of rapid fire one. Stuff nice. like that. So there's various things you can do, which are really handy. So you can do that. So the command rod lets him do it twice. So normally you can only do it once, but you can do it twice with one of these. So that's great good. And I've given him a relic called the Laurels of Command, which means that when he does do an order, if he rolls a four up, he can do another order on the same Come unit, on. which is brutal when it works. Come on. So you can get them to Give do someone else a chance. To reroll listen. ones to hit, and then you do. If you get a four up, that you go right. Mental. Now I'm going to do either reroll ones to hit, <laughs> reroll ones to wound if it's on a, an infantry character, <laughs> or reroll all wounds against a tank or a nice. monster, which is nice. really good. Like it makes it really them up, yeah. so it's really nice. So you've got various options to mod these guys out. So you can do like additional warlord traits and things like that. One of them's um, I can give them a relic to give them a five up and vulnerable save for a six inch bubble for large cool. units. I could also give an additional warlord trait so we can do the uh, order an additional order so like what the guys could do three orders and mm-hmm. um, so that would be like three units and then i could do uh, spend a cp during the game to do four orders if you do it with a guy that's got the laurels of command that means he's doing four orders and if he rolls a four up on each of them units that's four units that i've got double orders on them you know what i mean so you, see with, you can start Nelson. stacking it up so, Nelson, so come it's pretty pretty hard do i feel bad if it, if, it, if it works if it works okay. you know, it's a four up right. so it might not happen you could okay. get them up to work just half the time it works. Yeah. yeah exactly so <laughs> if my opponent brings a particularly sort of nasty power unit such as i don't know um black lord terminators or something i could Only maybe, 10, I could maybe take old grudges which is basically but just as you deploy and you finish deploying you say see that unit there if Emdy's within six inches of my warlord, who's got this trait, Emdy that's within six inches of me that's firing at them gets to reroll wounds against them. So did you do that against me? No, I did not. But oh. it's an option you have of oh, doing okay. it. So if there's like a Catan or like I don't know, oh, yeah, yeah, Gasgol yeah. Thraka yep, or yep. something or a big meaty thing or a big twenty blob of Necron warriors, you think? Nice. See that there? I'm gonna reroll wounds against them. Like where Emdy was in six inches of me. So nice. that's, that's so. It's, there's various other options that you can do. There is other options I could do, but they're the ones that sort of stick out. And the main yeah. thing is tough cards up your sleeve, innit? Just have yeah. a, a wee card up yeah, your sleeve yeah, just to go yeah. out. So, to be too predictable. Exactly. You can change it up a wee bit, so that's good. So for the troops I've got, I've, I matched it slots. You can take six, so I've taken six. I've got four units, a five-man. I've changed these up slightly, Kev, from our match, and the, I've done and the five-man units. I've given them the hotshot polygons. So ah. for any that's not in the know, um, a hotshot volley gun, uh, sorry, a hotshot weapon, it's basically like a LAS gun, but it's an AP minus two. Mm-hmm. So, and it, with landing lines, it's actually AP minus three. Oh. So the, just a humble LAS gun is at minus three AP, uh, essentially, and uh, the hotshot volley gun is like a slightly stronger version of it at strength four. So that's my wee basic unit, guys. And I've got two units of 10, uh, Scions with four. Do you hear that, folks? His, his yeah. basic cheap chaff unit yeah. is AP3. Yeah, guns, I just, just in case the you lowest, that. lowest AP I've got in my army is uh, minus one. So that's the lowest AP because of Lambda Lions. So the other two units are 10 man plasma squads. So they've got 10, 10 men in them, but there's four plasma guns in each squad. So they're guys, that's different to what I took with you. I took the plasma guns in the smaller squads. Yeah, yeah. I've changed it up now because I think this is a much more. Um, 
all round unit, so they could mm-hmm. take out like infantry and tanks. They've got yeah. an option to take out both. So I think that was probably the best thing to do. You know what I mean? Nice. So that was my thinking. My elites have got two uh, four-man sign command squads with metal guns. And the tank's never a bad thing, is it? So, I remember the regimental doctrine makes these AP minus five. So, kiss that two plus armor goodbye. Jesus. <laughs> See ya. Straight through. So, Land Raiders just melted these guys. So, that's awesome. Um, I've also got a shady wee character in my leech slot. He's called an officer of the fleet. So, he's there basically, basically to buff my next choice I'm going to tell you about. But um, he also does this wee handy thing where he can dish out mortal wounds once per game with a wee airstrike. That he does, so that's quite good. That's quite handy. Just to plink off the last couple wounds on something, you can just hey, that's that's death guard strats. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so how are the guys getting on the battlefield, Kev? Um, they get on? they're swooping down in nightmare fuel <laughs> inducing yeah. black hawk and James, James Cameron's alien style dropships. Yeah, dropships. That's bam. So horrid bat creatures coming in. Darkening the sky and <laughs> dropping off plasma and melter. That's it. So I've got two Valkyries. Uh, that, so they're like sort of uh, gunships that come down and uh, they carry guys, troops. So they've got two sets of heavy bolters. So that's, read it, that's uh, six heavy bolter shots, a multi laser, and uh, some multiple rocket pods on there as well. So we are in the pipe five by five. Five by <laughs> So I've, um, I've opted for anti horde variant in these guys because. Like I'm basically got like a four up ballistic skill, and the the anti tank versions is basically like two shots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a las gun and a like crack missile, and a four up is probably rotten. They probably don't even gonna kill anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. the time you try and win something, it's probably not gonna do anything. So I've just went. You know what? I'll just go for troop clearing. That's probably it's never a yeah. bad shot. Like yeah. it's troop clearing. So um, I've got an option to spend CP to make them minus one to hit at all times. So even if they come out of the sky and mm-hmm. they hover. Yep. Still, they're still minus one to hit, so that could be really useful against certain folks. Just depends what you're up against. And then I've also got uh, dedicated transport, so I've got three uh, Taurix Primes, so I affectionately call them the Canyoneros. <laughs> the Simpsons, remember that? Canyonero! So I've got, the, <laughs> I've got them, three of them bad boys. Um, I love them, I think they're awesome, like little yeah, transports. I mean, like, uh, yeah, they're so nippy. And they've got good shooting on them. I mean, yeah, for their points, they've got decent shooting. Yeah, missile launchers and mm-hmm. auto cannons. I remember because it's an extra like AP on them, so the missile launchers are crack missiles, which are now AP minus three. Right, and, come on, Nelson. And the come auto on. cannons are now not minus one damage two; they're minus two damage two, which is like a big difference. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, yeah, it's good. I, f- I find that the loadout on them helps you deal with horde and anti tank. So it's a bit of both because you can fire crack or frag missiles. So you just mix it up I think it's good and they're fast it's like 14 inches man. yeah yeah they're awesome and they hit on threes I mean what's not to love so that's it so last three gems that I've just said there they take my last to 1500 points exactly on the nose on nice. the nose Kev nice that's good that's I mean it's meant to be isn't it Mine's 1500 points and didn't do very well but yes <laughs> if you think that makes a difference so uh, uh, you can live in that world that's fine uh, so it's strengths, because uh, I think that's the next sort of thing. I think we've heard your strengths. Strength. No, 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 no. Armor, armor so, is irrelevant yeah. to uh, anybody else. So my list strengths are they're fast. The yes. Valkyries can get troops out when you need them. Uh, the Canyoneers can bomb yep. any up anywhere. Mm-hmm. So even the humble foot soldiers pretty speedy because you just yeah. use the yep. move, move, move order on them. And that Twice means, if you want. Yeah. So they're going like 
between 14 and 24 inches is the minimum they'll go. 14 is the minimum, 24 is the maximum inches for a foot soldier for for young oh. guys. And that's crazy. Like the Elder don't bikes. even move like that. Exactly, it's crazy. So I mean, they can't shoot at anything afterwards, but still, like it's still crazy. Like that they can get it wherever they want to be. That's crazy. So basically, I can also deep strike as well with all my silence. So. I just like no no part of the battle battlefield is safe. Like no no part of the board is safe. Okay. So that's awesome. The hit hard, the the glass hammer army. That's what they are. That's what they do. They come in. Any army that sort of relies on high armor value is going to shit the fucking panties when they these guys come so, in. Like, I know you're going to try and argue that that's their weakness, but he, listen. Here's some. Here's an opinion from me. Having played mm-hmm. the game. Um, I, the glass hammers, I never, I've never fully. Well, you circum, you circumvent the glass hammer weakness, which is glass hammer is something that can't take fire but can give mm. it. But your shit isn't on the table to mm. be shot at, so yes. you you are not a glass hammer. You mm-hmm. go where you want to. It's in front of you, and there's nothing left to retaliate. You are literally just a hammer, Nelson. Well, it's, it's not a glass hammer because <laughs> they can't take it. If I try, there's nothing there, to, but you're not on the table <laughs> to be shot. Yeah, I know. It's just good. I mean, they're probably basically troops are AP minus three. Like well, Nelson. So I mean, so that's Nelson. That's it. I cried that's myself crazy. to sleep that night. It was <laughs> horrific. <laughs> so and the plasma is like Primaris melting AP minus four. That is very good. Tyrox primes are that AP. Is very minus, good. Again, so that's that's all good. So they've they've also got stratagems and stuff that can seriously buff their efficiency, which is awesome. And if they, that's if they need it, can we? So like, yeah. the only ones that are really missing out from being hyper-powered are like the Valkyries and the Officer of the Fleet, because they're the Lambda Lions. That's essentially like, uh, never mind. What can you, what can you but do? There's still minus one to hit, which is a pain in the arse. Yes. A lot of things. And, um, but, and, and, but I will say reservations I've got about the army. I've got zero melee and psychic ability. So like, that's not great. <laughs> so, so I don't have any well, I say zero melee. I minus one to hit in combat. I took a wound off your demon prince. You did. With your, a fist. I sucked yeah, him right. One of your knuckle dusters got right sucked in him right in the face. Tickle. <laughs> so, um, so like I don't have any. So that's the that's the main worry of mine is that I don't have any way of shutting that down apart from killing the fucking thing that's so, trying to attack so, me. Yeah. So your weakness really is that if you don't mm. kill what's in front of you, yes, you're in trouble. But yeah. I am arguing strongly that that will be very, really a problem. Yeah, I don't I d- know what is not dying I don't in front know. of you. Because if they do bounce, it's like, oh, If shit. you have Kev rolls, then... Yeah, yeah the bounce... If Nelson has Kev rolls, then your opponent's got a chance. Yeah, I mean, they come in like a bulldozer. If it's just, like, if, like, if it's just power armour they're going through, and it's, you say just power armour, but if it's power armour, they'll, they'll yeah. just melt through, like, yeah. that section. They'll just melt through it. But if it's not, and they bounce off it, Mm-hmm. And you go to go toe to toe, and you if you try and get the if the scions try and play the game of attrition at toe to toe, they'll lose, yeah. and you can't do that. So you've got to think of them. You've got to use them a different way. So that's my reservation: is that I don't have any psychic, I don't have any melee. I'm I'm pretty fragile uh, on the counter of somebody counters me. So I've got to have all that in mind when I'm playing the game. But 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 your list is good, and you're mitigating mm. as much as you possibly can. Yes. So, so yes, if you whiff, you're in trouble, but you're minimizing. You try and minimize. Like, you try and minimize whiffing. Yeah, how many whiffing nice. can do. So, nice. part two. Here we go. Part two. So, what what was your list building strategy? What was what was came into your mind when you were building your list? What was your sort of thoughts behind it? Um, quite 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 simple. Um, because 
I am notorious for <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> I, I cannot plan anything devious or or particularly um, convoluted because it'll never work out. So, um, yep, so with my massed infantry, the list building strategy is quite straightforward, which is, look, to win a game, you have to be taking primary objectives. 99.9% of the times, that means you have to have durable bodies sitting mm-hmm. on objectives that can also counterattack. So it's not yeah. just they can sit on it and be shot at, but actually, even if you try and come into them, mm-hmm. they're going to be hard to shift. And that's basically what I've spammed in my army. So um, a lot of high toughness, decent saves, um, disgusting resilient helps keep them on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the list strategy is simple in that I flood as much as I can um, uh, objective areas with lots and lots of infantry that you're going to waste, um, as I said, vehicle anti-vehicle weapons on them. Um, two damage, I mean, two damage is all the rage in um, ninth edition weapons, but it means nothing to me. I mean, you may as well firing. Um, uh, it doesn't work. So, mm-hmm. so, so, you, yeah, so you're going to have to really dedicate a lot of effort to clear up one objective. Uh, and that just means the rest of the army is kind of safe in other places. And I do feel like I've got enough bodies that could then maybe push up um, and take those objectives back. And I've got obviously stratagems to get um, poxwalkers to come back and, and sit back on objectives. So when you feel you've cleared out the horde, um, the plan is then the horde kind of reappears um, and you've got to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. So it's really quite simple. It's just the fact that yeah. if I know I'm going to be um, going for primaries, I've got to find a strategy that works. And then, obviously, you mentioned before about having secondaries. So I've been playing around with secondaries, but secondaries I do pick will often be ones that require something to happen when I'm on the primary objectives anyway. Yeah. So it's a two for one, two birds for one stone type deal. It gives me less to think about. I mean, less to, <laughs> I'm to a fan and, of that, mate. I'm correct, a fan of that. Less to control and try and manage in my head and just know that, right, I've got to go and get these objectives. Granted, I'm slow. So I don't have to make an effort to get where I want to be quickly or smartly. Uh, when I'm there, I'm not invincible, so I do need to play smart about um, choosing my targets wisely and, and using the right stratagems and things to keep my guys alive where it matters. Um, uh, but really, it's as, it's as simple as that. I'm going for the objectives, I'm going to sit on them, and I'm going to make you do all the hard work, Nelson, to get me off them. Um, and granted, your army is a good counter and could do that, but I'm hoping not every army um, can do it quite so easily. And I mean, our game was relatively close. You did beat me by a good margin. There was daylight yeah, between yeah, the you, scores. It wasn't like uh, but, um, you, you only I, won by like yeah. You only got twenty points or something. It wasn't it? Like, yeah. no, absolutely not. No. Uh, I what was the, what was the secondary that I picked that was bollocks in the end? Uh, stranglehold. I uh, stranglehold. So that was about having more objectives, and and as the game went on, Nelson was able to get me off objectives. So strategy I've just discussed, <laughs> I wasn't able to pull off against Nelson. So I do need to be smart and think about right in that sort of matchup where um, the primaries might not be working because I can't keep them off for the whole game. Maybe I need to be a bit smarter, and maybe I do need to be a bit more flexible in my secondaries um, when it comes to picking them against an the opponent, knowing that right. If Nelson can come in and shoot me off these objectives, then let's get some secondaries where him doing that won't affect me achieving mm-hmm. a different type of objective than being the secondary. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm still currently playing around with is my secondaries. Um, I've got a practice game with Jim 
tomorrow against mm-hmm. Death Watch. So oh, nice. I'm gonna. I've got some different uh, segments to try out with him tomorrow. See how that goes, and see if I can narrow it down to mm-hmm. sort of. We talked about games. in a game like having maybe three, four, maybe five. Having some that you know what your strategy will be with them, but also giving you a bit of flexibility that we see an opponent. Yeah. But because I, I, as I say, I'm quite lazy at this kind of thought. Right? I'm sure I can find three that in most games will work. But actually, I need to. I need to be a bit more flexible than that, and maybe have one. Um, I quite, the the mission specific sectors tend to be quite good. I tend to quite mm. in the games that I've had, they tend right. to. You've been you've been lucky there, then, Kev. May, okay, yeah. right. So maybe some shit ones I'm not coming across. There's some. Well, to be uh, fair, it depends on the army. Yeah. It, it, sometimes it's entirely dependent on what the, the army you have. Yeah. So, but again, I, if, it, if it ties into my game plan, which is to yes. get onto primaries and stay there, mm-hmm. if it's something to do with that, that's kind of secondary mission specific. I'd probably pick up because again, my plan is still to be there. Um, and in that area of the board anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So nice me. it's very basic. I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll have much more detail than yours, but uh, I'm a simple not too, man. Not too much. Sim- <laughs> simple man, simple uh, taste, simple ability. Yeah. And Look, 45 points is what you get for the object, the, the primaries. Yes. So, I mean, that's a good start. <laughs> if you can like <laughs> get 45 points for the primary. Which you, I think you got like thirty-five or something, didn't you? Yeah, my first two. Wasn't like came out, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like yeah. It was just the, the last secondary you had just didn't really do anything for you. That was also yeah. that was yeah. if you had a secondary where you got maybe ten or twelve points yeah. for it. Yeah, like it would have been points in it, like a point or two in it. That was it. That was all there was. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you got spanked. It's just because you still had about. 750 points worth of guys in the table, Kev. <laughs> just like, didn't want to touch them, that was all. I just didn't want to touch them. This is big blob in the middle, just yeah, was like, no, I'm what, fine, what I'm fine, I'm As fine. As we got surrounded by yeah. um, Plasma and Melter. Yeah, the, pl- the plan worked a treat. So, um, <laughs> I fell so for it, Nelson. You did, hitling and sinker. Hitling and sinker. So, um, my, what I built my army around was one of the reasons was I, I picked science because I think they can do certain secondaries really well. Mm-hmm. So my two top picks that I think that the science can do really well is engage in all fronts mm-hmm. and retrieve Octarius data. So yep. both need mobile troops to get the job done. And I think that's like scions are just that's it. That's down yeah. the ground, that's them. You were collecting those rods as if it was nothing. There was yeah. nothing contesting mm-hmm. you. I had nothing because again mm-hmm. I don't have the range, mm-hmm. uh, weaponry. I'm, all, I'm away from the edges because I'm on the objectives. Um, yeah. You were just walking on, taking it, laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I do like to think that I can be quite flexible with secondaries, depending what opponent I'm coming up against. Like, uh, But th- there's there are specific ones that would bag me some serious points, you know what I mean? So there would be ones that you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely taking that. But I tend to find, I, I had a, another practice game with Tony with mm-hmm. the same list that I took against you. Yep. And I found that I didn't actually perform as well in that one because the the third secondary that I had to pick, the third, the third secondary I picked in our game was the mission-specific one. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that racked me up like 15 points. Yeah. And I played against Tony, his list, the mission-specific one was absolutely fucking honking. Like, so bad. <laughs> it was honking. There was like no way. It was suicide to go for it. So it was like, mm-hmm. there's no way. Neither of us went for it, so we're like, nah, that's off the bat, that's straight off the bat. But what I found was, and it came to the end of the game, I only got six points from my third secondary, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot, it's not horrendous, 
that was kind of like a bit downhearted about it. I only managed to get six. Yeah, I could have got yeah. I could have got nine if luck had come in. But basically, I went for a uh, grind them down, which is my sort of go to sec- third secondary. Yeah, yeah. Um, because when you sat and looked at the list after it, I looked at like what I could have got for the other ones that I could possibly have went for. Mm-hmm. The maximum I could have got was six. So I was yeah. like, well, at least I had the chance to get more though when I took grinding down. So although I didn't get like huge amounts, I basically got what that was the best one I could pick, and six was the the other ones I could pick. So sort of like take out vehicles because they had like three monsters or something. That would have got me six points, and that was it. I couldn't get any more. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah. if I went for like kill infantry, whatever that one's called, I can't remember what it's called, but kill it basically kill loads of infantry. Yep. Then I would have got less than six i think would have got five or something and i was like well sometimes you're just like you know what just accept you're just going to get shit all points for your <laughs> third secondary that yeah. just accept it especially at 1500 points because you got less guys to shoot less things to kill you know what i mean you're not going to come up against 10 tanks ordinarily in a list you know what yeah. I mean? it's just it's not going to happen at 1500 points so the chances of you getting like 15 points or whatever for um bring it down i think it's called yeah yeah, like, yeah. The chances of getting 15 points for it's not great so pick the secondary that you can get the most points of do you know what i mean that's going to do the best so my go-to one is grind them down which is i kill more of you than you kill me which yeah. for scions probably isn't great because you tend to do that all in one turn <laughs> and but then after that a good strategy in a give a yeah yeah because you want to kill more of your opponents mm. than you get killed but generally speaking you like that's not the greatest one for them but compared to the rest it was the best I could go for. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I had at least had the chance to get more points with that one, and I got the minimum I would have got with, so the maximum I would have got with the other ones. So, hey, that's it. So, I built mine around the two. Obviously, getting the primaries is like objective number one, but um, I built my list around these two uh, strategies. Nice. I thought, that's that's my two. That's why I built my list around. There you go. So, speaking of strategies, I'll go into stratagems. What's your top three stratagems for Ooh. your army? Um, now, as you know, Death Guard have got some cool. I mean, overall, oh. their stratagems are good. Um, awesome. Awesome. There's only stratagems. a few duffers. Um, I'll pick a couple. Um, top three. One, top, top three. three. Um, well, top three for me can be cool as well as particularly strong. Okay. Right. Um, okay. So, one that I think is really cool, mm-hmm. and um, let me just find uh, the name of it. Ah, right. Okay. So, Haze of Corruption. Oh, aye. So, it's not that cool, I suppose, because in the previous codex, you didn't need the stratagem because the, what the flail's called again, the flail of corruption mm-hmm. had this rule built into it. And they took mm-hmm. this out of the of that weapon and made a stratagem instead. However, I, I, still, I still think it's pretty lethal. And just, I, okay, I didn't get a chance to use it against you because I couldn't get my flails into combat with you because they were too busy dying. Um, but that stratagem is that when you're in the fight phase and um, when you attack uh, any m- wounds that you inflict on enemy models uh, excess is lost from the attack on a single model and it spills yeah. over that's horrendous in the flows of corruption so, Absolutely fl- horrendous. so for those who don't know the flows of corruption uh, on a blight lord terminator is six attacks uh, at strength uh, five but remember you're going to be toughness minus one so i'm definitely going to be wounding you on threes re-rolling uh, re- uh, yep. ones at least Correct. anyway so but... it's a plague weapons re-rolling one so i'm just trying to avoid twos uh, i'm gonna drop two of your ap2 and it's two damage so let's say it all goes through potentially 
um, that six, um, um, and so on. Things like um, uh, space marines. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, so that could be three dead space marines. And if you chuck two of them into a ten man, well, it's um, be twelve damage, wouldn't it? So, so that could if, potentially if six, be twelve. Six yep. hits, so you yep. twenty-four damage to two guys. Exactly. twenty-four damage. So, yep. so you're doubling. So your hits are being doubled in terms of the wounds, um, and it just spills through. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's honking. And the excess damage, you don't get a save. That's what makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's effectively mortal wounds. So they mm-hmm. just become after they killed the first dude, the rest of it's mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. So um, beautiful, beautiful. Two CP expensive, but um, I like that one. Um, yeah. Let's go for uh, as a second one. So again, I, I, I bet I picked two that you would never pick, Nelson. But um, in terms of my battle plan, something like the Dead Walk again is a good one for one oh, CP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so once per game, I, in my command phase, I can pick a Poxwalker unit, roll seven d six, and for each three, um, I get a Poxwalker back. So. You'll oh, get so one back. You'll get one back. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so, so I'll get one back. But technically, you could get up to seven back. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, up to seven back. Yeah. And um, so that could be clutch and could a, uh, yeah. on, on an objective type yeah, absolutely. Uh, moment where you think you've cleared me off or whatever, then they just go bang, they've come back. Um, so that's quite a cool one that I like um, for them. And that's fine. And then uh, this next one's quite boring maybe but i think it's not to be underestimated that's trench fighters oh yeah man. Um, mm-hmm. so for, again it's this one cp so the last two are really cheap i think for what they are um, and that's in the fight phase um where a plague marine unit fights and um, they get one extra attack mm-hmm. so plague marines are going from two to three attacks remember that even though i'm only strength four on a normal um Playing Marine Emerald, and that's ones without a special weapon. Because remember, they can take flails and great cleavers. Um, so again, three attacks, strength four. You, if you're a spaceman, you're toughness three. So again, I'm wounding you on threes. Um, the plague knives are plague, I believe. So I'm still yeah, plague weapons. Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm ruling ones on that, and there's actually AP one. So they do actually have AP one on that plague knife. So I'm getting to reroll the ones to wound, and it's got AP. So. Can t- I mean, so for a cheapish, what looks like a standard Space Marine type profile is actually, again, squads of seven, eight, nine, ten of those, chucking that on it, you're talking about 30 attacks mm-hmm. with AP1, re-rolling ones to wound, but probably wounding on threes, so it's only twos I'm trying to avoid. Um, then again, that for one CP, that can be a no-brainer if you've charged into me and I'm like, nah. Let's just mm-hmm. delete what's coming. Yeah, if you need um, to hold the objective down, yep. yeah, man. Just chuck that on and say, nah, not today. Yeah. Not today, my friend, not today. So there's loads more. Um, oh, those yeah. Are, those are three loads. quite cool ones that actually link to the list that I've got. And you know, I mean, they're on my to-do list, so to speak, when I'm playing a game that yeah. chances are they'll come up in the right circumstances. Hot picks. That's what I call them. Hot, Hot picks. picks. Hot picks, mate. But yeah, actually, there's, there's very few that are crap. I've, my no, cheat, they're my really cheat, strong. Really strong. I shit you not has twenty eight listed stratagems. Yeah. That just, I, sometimes I there's too many. There's sometimes yeah, just totally. too many. You're like, so I, just, so I, you're right. So I do highlight my favourites, but I like to remind myself. You don't, you don't even have um, vehicles, so you, I mean, there's vehicle totally. ones that are, yeah, yeah, that are yeah. awesome as well, and you don't yep. have them. So, so that's twenty eight non vehicles. Yep, yeah. purely for buffing them um, infantry and mm-hmm. um, type stuff. 
yeah, over yourself. Awesome. I know what I mean. I know the answer to what the best strategy. Be, I think you will. Yeah, but I'll let you share it with everybody else. Well, top three, top three. Although in no particular order, but sort of. So um, <laughs> I put mine on the ones that I tend to use in games the yeah. most because and every bloody turn and face. Yeah, 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 well, I, I, if I can, yeah. So um, I, I use these in most of the games. There's some really cool ones, but these are the ones I yeah. use most often. So the first one that comes up is precision drop. So that means when the guys jump out the Valkyrie. So the cool thing about the Valkyries is, and with Scions, is that in a sort of rhino, you would mm-hmm. guys would disembark and then the yep. rhino moves type yep. thing. The good thing about the Valkyries is the guys jump out at any point that it moves mm-hmm. across the battlefield. So you could Mental. be halfway across and the guys jump out, which is like fluffy as hell. Like it's, it's awesome. Like uh, So that's what you do. But ordinarily what you have to do is you have to drop out nine inches away and yep. then you have to roll a dice for each guy. It's sort of like an explodes thing. You would, if a, roll, if a one comes up, one of the guys dies when he jumps out. You pay this CP, you can jump out five inches away from the, from the opponent and none of the guys die and ignore the yeah so they just ignore that reroll on one uh, having to roll one thing so they just all get out so that was that's one cp mental one cp to that so you just jump out and you're five inches away from the guys and then that's like i'll just charge you like i mean get an objective it's it it. it so good if you just think imagine any other codex where being able to deploy within five inches would cost one cp i mean that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about here yeah. Um, it is so cool. Yeah, you just get in because what it's handy with is for metal guns because you can get them within six inches. So you're doing oh, the, the D, D6 plus two damage instead yep. of just D6. So you're like, yeah, gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I can yeah. So yep. you can do that. Like, uh, um, so it's good. It's good for that. And like I say, you get them close to the objective. If it's nine inches away and you charge, the chances are you probably fail the charge. But if you're five inches away, the chances of you failing the charge have decreased dramatically and i know mm-hmm. i say well i've not got any close combat potential but if you've got enough bodies like t- a unit of 10 guys and you've only got like two or three space marines left i'll charge onto you and if you kill most of my guys that's fine but i'll know i'll have at least some objective secured on there all i have to do is have more than you have and yeah. i will take it from you type thing and then you won't score it next turn type yep. situation yep. so that's good it's good for that um the next one I use quite often is uh, Relentless, which is basically if you t- do it on a, a astromilitarian vehicle, if it's bracketed, it acts as if it's not. So it's like, what is it, machine spirit resurgent or something for mm-hmm. uh, space marines as we use it, isn't it? So basically, if yeah, it's on its top profile. So I had a smoking Valkyrie on one wound, didn't I, with you? You did. One wound. It would not die. And it, was, and it was pinging about the battlefield like yeah, yeah. it was back to 14 yeah, months yeah, yeah. so bang still got mobile still moving the, the pilot just in pure denial that his yeah. ship around him is it's still good it's still good <laughs> <laughs> it's still good so awesome, awesome. i use that i use that because i use that my tow rocks as well you know what i mean to get yeah, back to the trees and get 14 inch move instead of being like six inch move or whatever so it's good it's good like it's awesome and then last but not least the, probably one of the most broken stratagems in the game is uh, vengeance for Cadia. so one, oh, one cp which will i'm going to rape the shit out of it now because it will not stay in the codex i don't think i can't see it it's got to be gone when it comes out when the new codex comes out so essentially when you're and it's only against chaos it's only against chaos but when it is against chaos it's such a massive boost up Mm. that's why i think you find you think that scions are quite powerful yeah it's because i've had that boost from vengeance arcadia which is you get to re-roll all hits and all wounds against a chaos so you put it on a unit your unit of guys, so say I've got like 
uh, Meltus Islands, whatever. Mm. They would reroll hits and wounds against a chaos target that I've selected. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you can do it in the fight phase and in the shooting yep. phase. You can do um, it in Overwatch yeah. as well. So if you somebody's over running into you, you can Overwatch them as well. So it's just such a powerful niche thing. But it's a good that it's chaos and that you can do it against demons and chaos and knights yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, so yeah. that kind of thing. But it's still very niche and you shouldn't really build your army around it because chances are you'll come up against no no people that you can use it against in a tournament, you know what I mean? But when it does True. come up, that's like a go-to. In fact, I've played my Scions many a time and forgotten about Vengeance of Acadia until about halfway through turn two. Well, that's ridiculous. Oh shit, I forgot about Vengeance of Acadia because I'm so used to not playing Chaos. It's like Death of the False Emperor for like um, Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> yeah. But you always forget about it because you're not you're yeah. hardly ever playing Imperial, unless you play Imperium all the time. Like, if you're not used to it, you're like, oh shit, man, I'm like getting an additional hit on a six. It's like, shit, I forgot about that. So, it's one of them, you know what I mean? I, I like, I like it. it. I don't mind it existing, but it needs to be, it needs to be cost more CP. Well, you can put it on a Bane Blade for one CP. Exactly. I think. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, you could either. Because the new codexes often have uh, multi values where mm -hmm. they appreciate that that on a 10 unit is very strong compared to like a five. Yeah. model unit so i wouldn't mind like a yeah a two cp for power level whatever and mm -hmm. then yeah. three cp and I, I know you're saying there's niche but i still think but when it is when it's applicable it's broken so to no, me it's horrendous do you know i mean so it can be worse, it can to, be worse as well it can get yeah, worse as so that. to me it needs to be three cp just make it for anything just leave it as it is but it has to be three cp that's that's okay a but, bit a clutch time, a clutch time that would really work. But, uh, correct, and but, but that's what, but that's yeah, that's. But when you're what chaos, if you're a chaos player and you come up against a Cadian Imperial Guard player, <laughs> if you if you if you win that match, you should just probably say I've won the tournament, hands down, because it's I mean, so yeah. hard to play them. Your um, your your guys in your army must have got bored every phase shouting. Vengeance for Cade! I know. We did this six times already, lads. Come on, it's getting yeah. boring. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because yeah. they've got the relic of Lost Cadia, which is, like, I think it's just a once per game thing that Cadians mm -hmm. can do. But it's like a six inch bubble or something, or a 12 inch bubble or something, and every day's rerolling hits and wounds yep. against all Chaos things in an Imperial Guard army. I mean, how many things can you fit in a 12 inch bubble? How many how many Luminos can you fit in a six or 12 inch yeah. bubble? Yeah. And this as well. Cadia's got a lot to, to answer for, really. It's gone. Go over it. So, I mean, it's gone. So, so that's it. So, um, so what faction would you be like? Oh no, no, oh, I don't want. I don't want them. Um, I don't want to come up against that. That's that's the. Uh, that's the question. hammer to my anvil. Good question. Um, I mean, thinking Science. about my Science. yeah. I mean, Simon <laughs> goes without saying because um, they've already punished me. Looking at my group, um, I'm. I'm I'm not taking anybody for granted. Well, you don't, you so, don't know who, who's bringing what, though, because people have got multiple arms. Correct. So you don't, you don't correct. Know, do you? But, but let's let's do some hypothetical chat. So let's say, well, JK's sweaty regardless, okay? So whatever he brings is going to be sweaty. And I know he'll be um, savouring every little tidbit that I've shared in this podcast about how to how to counter me. So his Raven Guard is bullshit in that it does fight from afar quite happily, as well as redeploy and move into where it wants to go um, when it needs to. So... He's got maneuverability and he's got long range shooting. So Raven Guard would be a good um, counter. Um, just I'm not played Custodes this edition, but I'm watching them and they seem mentally good. Like 
Mm. Um, and a vulnerable with, save is always. Yeah, with their vulnerable save and an objective secured rules, no matter how many unit models they have, type stuff, um, they're good at the objective game. Um, so with, yeah, I think they could be strong and similar to the Scions, um, they don't seem to have been punished greatly with the rules changes. I mean, the codex is just as good, mm-hmm. um, and. I, I'm terrified the thought of what they would do to make, I mean, a Scion's Ninth Codex or a Custodius Codex, because they won't be power creep and they are going to be better than they are now. Mm. Um, mm, well, I mean, part of to say, Nelson, I'm not afraid of fucking no ghost, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. the, 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 I, I think people have more problems with me than I'll have with them. That's but, good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm thinking, um, Custodius. Mm, not looking forward to it and potentially Raven Guard, not looking forward to it. If Geki brings the Black Templars, bring it on because I'm up for close combat, um, dropping his toughness and stuff, that's good. And my other two players are probably going to bring something chaosy. So, again, if they're bringing fighty chaosy stuff, I'm not too fussed about people closing the gap and coming in. So, I'm okay. I feel okay. Um, yeah, I think you should be quietly no, confident, Kev. Imperial Guard would be what would, what would frighten me, whether it be Lehman Rust spam or mm-hmm. Scion stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Forge is on in my group, but in later stages, I do think Guard um, could do me in. And there's a good number of Guard players, so there's a good chance that if I was to get through, um, I could find an opponent at that game that, that won't be in my favour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brutal. Especially Acadians. Any Acadians, seriously. Anyone? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, you. I mean, I'm not even asking you this question. I mean, who's who the hell could scare an army that can't be touched and kills what it looks like? That's that's not that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, what are you thinking? I'm not particularly like scared of any because like I like the challenge of uh, taking on different armies. Like, uh, I think obviously not going because I usually go like chaos or whatever, and then you do get that thing you turn up against like. I'm going to get on this, but like Imperial Guard player who's got like a Relic of Cadia or, or something that's against Chaos only and the Avengers for Cadia and stuff. And you're yeah. like, oh man, this is like, my codex isn't that great in the first place. And yeah, now yeah. I'm actually being punished. Like, yeah. look at this <laughs> type thing. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I've not got that problem this time. So I can't have that as an excuse. So you're the with the So I know I'm the guy with the, yeah. with the, the strategy. The strategy sorry, yeah. So there you go. So, but <laughs> I do say this, this, I'm not particularly, but I mean, I've not had the displeasure of facing Drukari yet. So yeah, yeah. I, I think they would be quite a hard list to try and overcome just because they're be actually better at what I do than what I do. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I think they would probably be that would be quite a mod, but it might not be. But I, did, I, did, I think that would, yeah, that would be an interesting game. I think. Yeah, that would forward. be interesting. Yeah, um, we'll see. But at the end of the day, like, I would say, anybody that's uh, any army can do well depending on the commander you're combat against. So if the guy in the in the commander them knows what they're doing, you may. Want, it's foolish to walk up to the board and think, yeah, I'm gonna take these guys out, like. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not always the way it's going to happen. Like, yeah. uh, so the things you don't know about that they can do, maybe that you've played them previously by somebody else has played them, mm-hmm. and they've yeah, not yeah. played them maybe the way they should have been playing them. Yeah. And you've so, you've totally creamed them, but then you come up against a guy that knows his shit, and they're like, eh, "I ain't playing that today." So they end up getting your ass kicked. So what I kind of struggle to comp- struggle with, like, kind of like competitions or even tournament things like this or whatever, is that um, I. F- I struggle against obviously armies that I've not played against before. So 
because I don't know their units. I don't know what they can do. Like, yes. I, I, like, I don't know yes. what they do. So I'm like, don't know. So I've been trying to ask like a lot more questions mm-hmm. at the table yep. to try and figure out what they can do. And I also try and do about homework as well on the factions. So if I know once the, the, they're locked in, like say the, the five other guys in my faction, once they've locked in what they've taken, I'll do a wee bit of research on them to, so I know the sort of go-to stratagems and how it plays. Yeah, but that yeah, doesn't yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that's how they're going to play them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because it can, like, especially chaos lists can be so different. Like, so somebody says, "Oh, I'm playing like chaos space marines." You have, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> it could be anything. It could be yeah. like long range shooty. It could be up close in your face. It could be anything. It could be psychic shenanigans all over the shop. You have no idea, like what you're coming up against. So. Um, so I've got to kind of come up with like asking questions about what this stuff can do. If it's chaos and stuff, I'm fairly confident because I've played them and I know what lists can do and things. But if it's an army that I don't play or haven't played ever, then I'm kind of get caught cold. Like, oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I get caught cold at it. And um, like I said, sometimes a unit won't look particularly menacing like on a data sheet because you're like, oh, it's just like a space marine or whatever. Like, I should be able to deal with it. But sometimes the player will know how to make like ramp them up super cyan style and they'll just mm-hmm. like annihilate you and you're like a oh, shit that we throw away unit i thought wouldn't do much has actually completely scuppered my plans you know what i mean so that's what i worry about is that i'll make a silly mistake based on like i don't know how the army functions i'm playing against so yeah, that's what i'm gonna yeah. try and stop happening that's my that's my plan anyway that's my grand plan but no <laughs> i'm not getting any simple as that not get any real fears of taking anybody on it'll be a good experience no matter what but um, I'll be interested to see what people bring especially at 1500 points I think 1500 points is yeah, a really, yeah. tr- really tricky yep. um, like yep. sort of size to think bring. about it a bit harder don't you? yeah especially to try to get all the objectives because you've less troops to get the objectives less things to get objectives so you're, you have to make a lot of key choices you can't I think. have all the toys you can't no no um, so I think it, it'll be good uh, I'm looking forward to, to testing my metal um, brilliant and how it goes so so yeah, cool mate. That's us. So I'll see you in the final, Nelson. Now, now everybody knows our lists and can beat us. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, we'll, we'll just sit back and let everybody else play. Well, yeah. so if, if they don't beat us, having heard all the answers, there's also something wrong with you. Take us out, take us out of corner and sit down. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's it, guys. We'll we'll wrap it up. I think we've been talking for ages. This has been a lengthy one, a lengthy one. So, what to talk about though? So that's a good fun. Yeah, I hope. It's helped people that are maybe debating on what to do for their lists if there's any that's been like struggling to come up with ideas of what they're going to do. Or reassured um, you after hearing me be very vague about my plans that actually yeah. you've probably thought about it longer than I have and you'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. So there's benefits all around, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, hopefully it should, it should be good. It'll be coming up soon. So that's um, it's only next week or two isn't it so yeah yeah i'm just starting a couple up, so. of um, practice games in yeah. the next couple weeks yeah I get think. practice games in get practice yep. games in there's no reason if you were like tomorrow and well the last night's tomorrow isn't it for the ladder competition you could try your world cup list out in the ladder i mean why not yeah exactly so, yeah, you yeah, could yeah, try it out and see yep, how you yep. get on see what happens like i say i've done a couple of matches i was planning doing more i've got a warm-up match tomorrow night as well so i'll just try the list out see what happens i've done a wee couple of wee tweaks here and there nice. Why not see what happens? See what goes on. Going um, for the tabling, full table next. As well, well, we'll we'll see. I, sometimes you don't need to table and mate. Just it's the max points. The tabling doesn't matter to me. It's the points. Get the points. Making silly mistakes is what irks, irks me. Like yeah, uh, not getting yeah, points yeah. for silly mistakes. Yeah. 
I've done some silly mistakes in my last game against Tony, and I was like, oh, man, that was just so silly. Yeah, totally. I, I can laugh off a bad roll because I can't do anything about it. But mm. if, I, if I know I've done something I shouldn't have done, yeah. I do my eyes roll in the back of my head and go, for God's right. sake, yeah, come on, get a grip. It was literally like, I'm talking like three millimetres out of doing what I needed to do to get more points. I won the game anyway, but I just, I was like, in a game, that could have netted me an extra five points with the the sort of the way the dominoes would fall. It's like if it was just if I just paid attention and made it three millimeters over, I could have got myself five extra points in the game, and that could be absolutely clutching a game. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's where I hope you don't lose sleep over three millimeters, Nelson. I do, I do, I do, mate. I need I need all the millimeters I can get, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you ask the misses. So that's it. That's it. On that sour note, go away. Cheers, guys. Yeah, good luck writing your lists, getting them sorted out, and uh, hope everybody has a good fun. And um, we'll we'll see you again. And uh, yeah, keep on keep on gaming, keep on gaming. Thanks for having the chat, Kev. Take care, Danu. Bye bye.